podcasts you love. From people you trust. This is Twit. This is Twit News Special 382 for Monday, June 6th, 2022. Apple's WWDC keynote. Listeners of this program get an ad-free version if they're members of Club Twit. $7 a month gives you ad-free versions of all of our shows. Plus, membership in the Club Twit Discord, a great clubhouse for Twit listeners. And finally, the Twit Plus feed with shows like Stacy's Book Club, The Untitled Linux Show, The Giz Fizz, and more. Go to twit.tv slash club twit. And thanks for your support. Hello, everybody. Leo Laporte here. Micah Sargent is with me. Exciting, exciting. The keynote for the Worldwide Developers Conference 2022. This one is going to be live for the first time in several years. It'll be from the uh, Steve Jobs Theater, or maybe not. Actually, the rumor was it'll be from some from all over yeah, Apple. Yeah, there, there were some photos this morning of people uh, outside in chairs. So it, 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 I don't know where on maybe the that rainbow it's going stage. To be. That's yeah, the it big, could be the that's rainbow the big stage. Thing. Uh, that's where, of course, Steve Jobs' uh, uh, memorial service was held. It can hold a lot of people more, in fact, than the two thousand or the thousand that can get into the Steve Jobs Theater. Uh, yes, journalists have been invited. We think Renee Ritchie because he disappeared. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> uh, those journalists have a choice of three tours they can take later in the day, including a visit to the Apple Cafe, uh, where apparently two the food apps. is much better than my day. In my day, like the last one I went to, the uh, iPad event. What'd you have? Cold Danish and bad coffee. But apparently it's gotten, there's sushi and all sorts of stuff. There's other good news. Apple's store is closed. Oh. Now, they don't do that unless they're going to be changing something or adding something. We were concerned. We've been concerned the last few days. Renee and Mark Gurman and others have been saying, yeah, don't expect hardware, maybe no hardware. If you if, When you close the store, there is probably that hardware. means there's hardware. So that's very good news. We're going to be going live to it in just a moment. As <clears throat> Micah was cautioning you, uh, we will be talking over the Apple event. If you want to watch the Apple event without any of our commentary, uh, plenty of places you can see that <laughs> besides yep. here. Uh, this is going to be us snarking. <laughs> a snarkening. What are they playing now? You're the young person. What is that song? Uh, this is Younger Than I Am. Oh, that's good. Who's that by? <laughs> Younger Than I Am by ABBA. <laughs> ABBA's back, baby. <laughs> Digital ABBA. All right, we're one minute away. Uh, there will be another uh, keynote, uh, the State of the Union keynote this afternoon. That's usually really hardcore developers. You know, historically, Apple would invite journalists to this first keynote and then kick them out. Say bye. And everything else is NDA'd. Uh, and for developers only. I don't know if that's still the case. I can watch the platform State of the Union. They stream it, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so NDA schmendia. <laughs> <clears throat> and then uh, I think they even stream, but they did, they have in the past few years because of COVID, they've streamed the uh, seminars, you know, the, the the learning tracks and so forth. Yep. There'll be hands-ons with the engineers. That's why many developers uh, like to go there, and some hand-picked developers are there, as well as, as I mentioned, uh, we think, some journalists a few journalists. Are you uh, seeing tweets? I've been seeing tweets. I know uh, Jason Snell is there in person. Car- <laughs> uh, Carolina Milanese is there. Um, <laughs> so jealous. There are a few. Mar- Marquez, I just saw. Well, of course, he's there. He's a celebrity. Uh, interesting. Quite a few. Interesting. Quite a few. YouTubers. Yeah. 
Joanna's there, Joanna Stern. Joanna Stern. And, of course, uh, in years past, Serenity Caldwell has done a great WWDC wrap-up using her emoji. Yes, I think we'll probably <laughs> see that again this year. Uh, she works for Apple now. She works in their, in their YouTube department. All right, well, I guess I'll follow. What's the hashtag to follow? If oh, you want? the hashtag this year hashtag is WWDC22. Okay, that was easy. Two W's, a DC, and two two. We're just seeing sand dunes right now. Wait a minute, it's gone dark. John, John, this is very exciting. Mm, so wavy. This is this is not popular music, or is it? No, it is. Is it? Is it popular? I don't know this song. Would you call this popular? <laughs> to some audiences. <clears throat> People try to read the tea leaves on the on the music. You can leave it up in the background. If they're going to take us down, they're going to take us down. <laughs> oh, those are memoji characters. Because okay, just saw show, some, show some, uh, show some, uh, show some screen. Yeah, there's a memoji. For sure, glasses. Yeah, this was the no the official glasses. look. Uh, WWDC. <laughs> Somebody compared it to uh, the Power Rangers when they're lined go, up. Go Power Rangers. See that one? He got. Here we go. Now it's about to kick off. That's a Swift. Swift logo. Yes. And now it's a circle. That's a camera for a camera. Camera. Swift camera. Oh, VR, get ready. Oh, come on. USD. Oh, that's Z. Apple Park. That's Apple Park. Oh, now we're zooming in. Nice. That was clever. That was clever. Yeah, they turned the camera icon into the Apple Park ring. Uh, looks nice like Apple glow. Park at night, uh-huh. which it's not. It's 10 in the uh, morning oh, see, in there California. You go. you the sun goes zoom up. zoom into the day now. Now, they didn't have chairs set up by the uh, stage, but I'm wondering if this, this was shot earlier. Here comes Tim Cook. Good morning. Good morning and welcome to WWDC. We have a big day of announcements about our latest technologies and platforms. These platforms and the products they drive deliver amazing experiences for our users and provide developers with incredible opportunities so they can use their superpowers to innovate, create, and collaborate. While we're watching this recording, apparently there has been some live entertainment on the stage. Yeah. So folks are inside, some folks are outside, according to uh, Matthew Panzerino. I'm seeing Rich DeMuro's video from outside. Uh, I'll turn off the sound. And uh, so they have set up a big stage. It doesn't look like at the rainbow. We just opened our brand new developer center across from oh. Apple Park. Renee talked about that, a developer center across from Apple Park. And to reach our global community, Here's, uh, Rich DeMuro's view fall, from uh, introduced our first the back of the stage there. So, so there are some live things going on while we're watching the recorded. I suspect they're now watching the recorded video that we're watching. Yeah, huge speakers are pumping that and out. And one-on-one office hours. We are also you know, that's a setup suitable for a next music show, I wonder. Oh, they could do a to music show afterwards. Communities. So our developer academies teach students... Oh, there's the Air Force One. Air Force One on, as well as on the live stage. Skills to find I know this is confusing. We're playing both. <laughs> there are 17 around the world, including the academy in Detroit we founded in October, as a part of Apple's Racial Equity and Justice Initiative. And in Saudi Arabia, we launched our first developer academy for women in February. Smart to have this our outside, given the rising COVID rates in California and across the country and world. Mentorship, inspiration, People and aren't as nervous, I think, about the first uh, gathering camps outside. Were for female founders, I wonder what the rules are surrounding masking and things like that. And this past year, we expanded the camps to reach black and Latin founders. 
alumni have so gone you, on Rich, to secure for major that, uh, funding. That video it's on Twitter. a great so success. Gave us some idea of what what the journalists and the These developers are seeing. efforts empower all developers with the tools, technologies, and inspiration to change the world for the better. Last year, many millions of developers engaged in WWDC, and we expect millions more to join us again this year. In fact, we're A-Lide excited to say we've grown our developer of them at community Apple to over 34 million Apple developers. Definitely, uh, we have a huge yeah, week ahead of us with an amazing online experience, including sessions, labs, and digital lounges, which will all be available for free to our developers. Today, we're going to push our platforms further than ever for our developers and our users. So let's get started by sending it over to Craig. Alex told us that they had been taping stuff all week, and that's obvious. This is all pre-recorded. This is not the live presentation, but I suspect it's being presented live on that stage. Yeah, as it would be difficult for him to be on stage there <laughs> and excited about what we have yeah. to show you today. But first, let's head downstairs. These are the great transitions they didn't do last time. Oh my God, he's on an elevator. <laughs> Very James Bond, or Mission Impossible, or Get Smart, <laughs> or Iron Man. He's catching. Did he, was it a phony caught or his clicker? I guess that's his clicker. Now he's in the uh, in the theater. Now, wow. let's talk right through the floor. about iOS. Together with iPhone, iOS helps you get so much done, whether you're at home or on the move. They've got a little big, the next uh, release, big bottom processing iOS in Craig's voice today. Offers new oh, intelligence, yeah. sharing, and communication features. They're going to enhance iOS so much of what you do with your iPhone. Yeah. And those come together. We know though we'll see in new versions of, of Mac OS, iOS, iPad OS. That will make your experience uh, and probably watch feel fresh OS. and completely you. TVOS as well. Yeah. Let's get started with the all new lock screen. Right. The lock okay. screen this, is the this first was rumored. thing you see every time you pick up your iPhone. It's a place where you can check the date and time. Look out for key messages. Putting widgets on the lock screen, lock screen would, uh, would certainly give you some parity with Android. Maybe even a step ahead. Where so many of you put a photo that makes iPhone uniquely yours. Why stop with a photo? In iOS 16, we're bringing the biggest update ever to the lock screen, completely reimagining how it looks and works for you. Let's take a look. Let's. I am out of They're showing uh, a bunch of uh, pictures. Ah, and it's got that nice portrait effect. Okay, so wow, you can really change the layout and design of your screen. With color changes. Uh, oh, look at the style of the typeface is different. Oh, yeah. This okay. is very... Oh, this is like an Apple Watch face. Yeah. But on your iPhone. Yeah, complications, yes. Okay, yeah. Very, this is actually very Android. Uh, Samsung, especially with, with their smartphones, they do a lot of this. I want it now. <laughs> Young people like this because they like to have their phone look unique. The new lock screen remains undeniably iPhone, while also giving you new ways to make it more so personal, not widgets, but complications, and maybe? helpful than ever. Yeah. Let me show you. Yeah, show us, Craig. Here's my lock screen. You'll notice the nice subtle depth Craig. effect with my daughters appearing in front of the time. I really love oh, it. Oh, that's interesting. Now, if I just press and hold, I can personalize it further. I'll just tap customize. You're right, and just now like the I'm watch. In the editor. Just like now the watch. Now check this out. I can simply swipe to try out different styles much, that automatically change the color pick. filter, that's great. the background, and the font for the time. So all it's doing background recognition. 
these pulling the really people good. in front so and allowing the rest one. to lie in the background now, and even course, changing the background. If I want to change anything, it's easy to dial it in further to get it just the way I want it. All I need to do is tap on any element wow, of the lock screen to start editing. So let's customize the font. I can audition different typefaces and choose from different colors. And I like this color. I'll just adjust the shade a little bit. I think this looks awesome now. We're all graphic designers now. now. I can also make my lock screen more helpful by putting widgets right on the lock screen. So let me move the girls down here and tap in to bring up the widget gallery. And these are yep, really the useful widgets. for getting information at a glance, like upcoming calendar events. So I'll add the temperature, uh, my activity rings, and let's drag in the calendar widget. Now, this is great. An Apple Watch and what's even screen. better is I'm not limited to just one. Let's create another. I can bring up our brand new wallpaper gallery, which showcases a bunch of options for inspiration. <laughs> And there are plenty to choose. It's from essentially here. what Samsung. So and, much room for personalization. So some with millions Google of offer. combinations. With Photo Shuffle, I can choose a set like of photos that. to shuffle I, I throughout like to the rotate. day. That yeah. is fun. And we yeah. also have suggested photos, intelligently curated for my personal library, like the best they shots. Always choose photos that, that are not mine. They're like stock screen. photos that I've downloaded now, for different reasons. Awesome to add to my so collection. it always makes me feel bad. I'm like, none of my photos are. Now I've created a bunch of other lock screens, and by simply swiping. I can switch between yeah, them. It's literally oh, that's nice. amazing. It's just like the watch face. Yeah, it's like yeah. watch OS weather, on but that makes sense. Watch. Live yeah. weather. They, they, they've weather. solved this problem like Downpour mm-hmm. and lightning. Oh, oh I love that weather. <gasps> here's a, a really cool emoji wallpaper and our pride wallpaper. And here's one from our astronomy collection. Nice. Watch how it animates fluidly wow. as I swipe into the home screen. That's really nice. So cool. So that's a quick look at the all-new lock screen. This is... And for developers, Minor, widget kit but a much needed quick update and easy to put glanceable information really from their app here as was well. Kind of ancient. The new lock screen is so beautiful, we wanted to make sure that you can always enjoy it, even if you ah, get a lot of notifications. This was also rumored. Developer James Sometimes notifications can cover up your personal photo. Dice for the lock screen. We thought how they appear. Notifications now roll in from the bottom Very nice. of the lock screen much as you receive better. them. And you can choose to hide them throughout the day. It's now, funny, sometimes with you get Johnny a Ive bunch leaving, of notifications from an app. Like there's a little more design going on here. I know, right? This is, this is well, for now, a long time been very clunky and boring. Tabs with something called it's live like activities. Live activities make it easier to stay on top of things that are happening in real time, right from your lock screen. And for developers, starting in an update to iOS 16 later this year, they can use the live activities API. To create these compact, now they must have some ways because when I this will look make at my really phone and unlock, follow that and the lock screen goes away. So there's going to have to be some change to see how you're wow, doing look at that. Workout, <clears throat> probably keep track of sports All scores on the lock the screen. Other elements on the lock so some people screen may not shine. like this because you're going to have to swipe up to get to the home screen. It's listening to music, and now with live activities, the now playing controls can expand to a full screen view that celebrates album art. While Never you unlock your phone again. So that's the all-new lock screen. Look at it. Or there are some on the really powerful ways oh, just these updates okay. tie together right, so and build upon what we right. introduced right. last year with Focus. Focus has helped people reduce distractions and stay in the moment. I never and this year, we're so taking it further, <laughs> starting with extending Quite focus Neil to your lock in the live audience at Apple Campus, uh, Tim Cook is in the back focus. next to Craig Federighi, Jeff Williams, Turnus, Jen Andrea, Johnny Shruji. They're all 
kind of in the you back of the audience watching. watching. When you're yeah. work focus. Look at what with we've widget created. showing your upcoming meeting or to-do list. It's or like when you just preview a movie you can with activate you your personal in the back focus. All of your corresponding notification settings apply and it extends to your home screen too. So now you can elevate your favorite apps or widgets for keeping up with friends and family. And now your focus can also carry into the apps themselves with focus filters, which let you filter out distracting content. Let's take Safari, for example. Instead of seeing all of your websites, you can turn on the work focus filter and see only the tabs that relate to work. And you can filter not just tab use all of these additional features of focus because it's complicated. It's a lot of work. The two people I know, Rosemary Orchard and Matthew Casanelli, because they actually know how to use all that stuff. They've set it all up. I just turn it on and off. Yeah, I don't. Exactly. (laughs) It's so much work to get it set up. And I just. Throughout all the moments in your life. I would bet 99% of people who use iPhones just turn it on and off. For messages. Hundreds of millions of people. We heard messages was going to get like a social media update. It's integral to how we communicate with the people who matter most. And now we're adding three of the most highly requested features to messages. First, have you ever sent a message only to immediately realize you didn't quite say what you intended? Well, no worries, because now you can edit any message you just sent. So embarrassing typos can be a thing of the past. Second, it said, hey, have you ever babe, wished meant, hey, you never sent that message at all? <laughs> well, good news. Good now news. You Gabe knows. Send, so you can immediately recall a recent misfire. Send, yes. And finally, you can now mark any thread as unread. Oh, yes. A perfect tool if you don't unread have to respond a, in the moment. Weirdly, it's been sure a very big to a message really later. That feature, yeah. These three features are going to make a big I, difference yeah. in how you use messages every single day. Oh, this is fantastic. Messages makes texting easy and efficient. And it's also a great way to share. Last year, we introduced Shared With You, which takes things like photos, links, and music that your friends share with you in messages and highlights them right in the app where you'd like to enjoy them later. And for developers, we're really excited to make Shared With You available with a new API. So when someone sends you a funny video, a worthwhile article, or a recipe that you don't have time to check out in the moment, It'll be there waiting for you the next time you open that app. And when it comes to sharing in real time with others, people are loving SharePlay. It's stellar for enjoying shared experiences Again, while connecting over don't FaceTime. Know anybody who's used like this, watching TV I'm shows, sure those who use listening it, to it. music, mm-hmm. or breaking a sweat to, to a yeah. synced up workout. So many of your favorite friends, apps. Apparently. That's what it is. I don't have any friends. What are those? <laughs> like listening to bedtime stories together with better sleep. Or playing a rowdy game of heads up, no matter how far apart you are. It's interesting. This year, we're Discord's it had edit for some time, and I use awesome it all the time. Twitter promised it, but still hasn't <laughs> delivered. <laughs> now Apple tap, comes through with edit on messages. Of course, that won't be till iOS 16 comes out, which is this or discover new experiences that you can Those share people with look despondent. And Another benefit for being to enjoy in iMessage chat. Just living it, yeah. And bringing it to messages. Going to WhatsApp or something This was the number yeah. one request from developers. Now, when you find something you want to share, like a movie on Disney Plus, you can kick off SharePlay right there and enjoy it together while chatting in messages. Phone. You can watch it sync, and really? you've got the same instantaneous really? shared playback controls that make SharePlay magical. Can I put my arm so down? So whether yet? you're using SharePlay <laughs> no, for a weekly movie night to go. or marking a message unread so you can respond later, Messages has everything you need to connect with ease. And we're making it that much easier to compose messages with some updates to dictation. 
To tell you more, here's Robbie. Dictation, Dictation lets you type Robbie Walker, just Senior by speaking. Director of Syrian and can language. be much faster than typing with the keyboard. This is why it's so popular for taking notes, sending messages, and more. In fact, dictation is used over 18 billion times holy, each month. Holy cow. And it's designed to protect your privacy. Holy cow. Thanks to the neural engine That's dictation. That's actually a surprising number. I use it anecdotally. People mock me for using it. We're excited to introduce an all-new on-device dictation experience that lets you fluidly move between voice and touch. What does Let's that mean? Let's take a look. We'll use our new dictation experience to send an email. Okay. Now, when I start dictating, I think the keyboard the stays open, so I can oh, switch hallelujah. between using voice and touch. That's a big problem because it I, always goes away. Like, yeah. yeah. So you can mix and match if you know it's not going to get a, a word right. I can right. even select text using touch and replace it with my voice. Oh, this is so great! This is huge. Just by speaking. That's great. Are you sending a longer message? Dictation automatically adds punctuation what? to the text. No more period. Period. Question. New paragraph. So question cool. mark. I have a problem because then I'll send voice emoji. messages and accidentally say Automatic period question mark. And, and it's like, no, that was just a voice message. That was a dictation. Send messages with Siri. And this year, we're making it easier to use Which Siri I do all the time with in the apps. Car. Mm-hmm. There are now that is where I do use There are over 15,000 apps that work with Siri using SiriKit and Siri Shortcuts. And today, these require manual setup. So we're introducing a new developer Ooh. API built using the Swift programming language called AppIntense. Now shortcuts work with zero setup. Nice. So you can use Siri to get things done with supported apps. Now let's talk about another feature powered by intelligence, live text. Live text is so useful because it's deeply integrated across the entire OS. text and photos. Letting you interact with text and images across the system, from camera and Safari to notes and screenshots. And this year, we're excited to take this integration further by bringing live text to video. <laughs> now you can pause a video on any frame and interact with text just like you can today with photos. The accessibility It's great for copying here. code mm-hmm. samples. We're also accelerating the things you do with live text with quick actions. So now you're just a tap away from converting currency and translating a foreign language. Wow. And for an even richer translation experience, you'll be able to use live text while in the Translate app with our new camera view. Fantastic. This will be great for when Showing you have a menu of where, of course, even and in English, sometimes you need translation. <laughs> yeah. What is this? <laughs> API. Soon, you will be able to grab text straight from photos and videos in apps like Vimeo. This is huge. And photos this are about more stuff. than just text. These are That's why little features, but they make a big difference. They're going to make it so useful. Especially because they just kind of happen, and then you, re- you its discoverability is really high. It gives you rich information about what's in your images. And this year, we have a new feature that takes image understanding further. That's good, because I took a photo of someone who was bending over, reaching for a rock... And I'm not sure I want to hear the rest of this. They thought that that photo was a dog. (laughs) But the photo that they're, the video that they just showed is them actually doing automatic cutouts. So you can say, not the rock, just not the the rock, just the dog. Yeah, exactly. Live text and visual lookup continue to unlock rich and useful information from your photos and videos that, so it, across iOS. Is there a button you push to turn that on or it just says, I know what this is? It, or? Uh, yeah, whenever the photo is up, there'll be a little eye in the bottom nice. right corner that you can tap on and see that. Nice. With ease. 
And another app so that's already here. The, the first part of it is yeah. this new one is being able to cut uh, subjects out of photos, which is pretty cool. So let's talk about wallet now. I wonder if this is going to be the new With Apple wallet, just use your phone. We're working hard on our goal Corey to Fugman, your Senior wallet. Director of Wallet and Apple Pay. Take what we're doing with driver's license and ID cards. We're excited to have launched Maryland and Arizona with 11 additional states actively working on deployments. And the first locations so now accepting now this wallet will probably ideas be are select right. DSA mm-hmm. security checkpoints. You'll also be able to securely present your ID to apps requiring identity and age verification. To protect your privacy, only the necessary information That's really will great. be shared. I can't tell you how many so times I've had to send exact a picture of my driver's license. I hate that. Very nervous. Yep. Now, let's talk about keys. Our growing suite of keys and wallet Note, makes it, it easy says to age over 21, not how old. Like your home, love it. car, hotel, and office. All with yes, just I'm your over iPhone. 21. <laughs> and now we're making sharing keys even easier with your favorite messaging apps like Mail, Messages, or WhatsApp. When your friend receives the key, they can add it to their wallet with a single tap. And to let you share keys with people who don't have an iPhone, we are working with the IETF to make sharing a lot keys of cars industry support standard this. that is free for others Not even all BMWs just... We are seeing tremendous well, enthusiasm from our partners with more of them signing dorms on love to support it, right? keys some lack from all the places makers, visit. Some universities. Now let's talk about Apple Pay. One of the most important areas of wallet. Will we start to see the bank, We've made the a lot of internal Apple, Apple Bank stuff that they've talked in about. stores and online, and now we're expanding even further. Yeah, Alex has been Starting saying this month start with tap to pay on iPhone, millions of merchants across the U.S. can accept contactless payments course, directly on the iPhone use investigating with no additional for this. hardware or payment terminal needed. Beginning with apps from these payment providers, tap PayPal to pay on iPhone enables small merchants and large retailers to use iPhone to securely accept payments. In addition to expanded acceptance, we're also enhancing Apple Pay to support new types of payments. So, we're thrilled to announce Apple Pay Later. Oh, I knew it. Apple Pay Later lets you split the cost of an Apple Pay purchase Everybody's into four doing a pay equal payments BNPL. over six weeks with zero it's a interest huge and category. no fees of any kind. Yeah. This is a firm. And Apple Pay later and, uh, is available uh, uh, no, Apple Pay is accepted. Is it a firm? A firm kind of does it. Uh, you can now there's get a like Netherlands company, Netherlands-based yeah. company. Over time, with no additional cost. For developers and merchants, Apple Pay later requires no integration. It just wow. works using their standard Apple Pay implementation. So everybody gets Upcoming by now Pay Later. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty big, actually. Yes. What's due when uh, and you can get in a lot of budget. trouble with this, though, kids. So, <laughs> yeah, please. Maybe try not to use this too often. Track it. At least there's no Apple interest. Apple Pay order tracking enables merchants to deliver detailed receipt and tracking information directly to Oh, this is Pay. This is Shopify's Pay. Right. This, they've Sherlocked Shopify. Yeah. Yeah, Holy yeah. moly. And privately to your device. Apple Pay order tracking will be offered at millions of merchants through e-commerce yeah, that's, platforms, that's a, that's starting with Shopify. Flipping, flipping so that switch. No, Shopify you, is using it. So flipping that switch with ID cards available means in more billions of people will suddenly have Buy Now, Pay Later. Yeah. So many merchants. I hope that later and Apple people are careful tracking. about that. Wallet makes life so much easier, no matter where you go. And the best way to get wherever you're going is with Maps. So let's get out of here. Question talk that. about what's That's an It's better. It's better. Oh, maps. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I hope he doesn't get lost. 
I use maps all the time. That's how yeah, I do too because it supports my watch. So we're building the nice best turn, map Craig. to help you navigate how many takes do you and explore the world. <laughs> We've launched our redesigned map in ten countries and regions. I think you talked to and we're excited they to actually have caught up year, pretty much, I think, we'll with maps. We'll bring the new map to 11 more, including France, And this 3D map is quite, quite cool looking. Our new map includes great features like cycling, look around, and so many more. And with the new city experience... We pushed it even further with unprecedented detail Giant for donuts. land cover, roads, <laughs> and elevation, as well as improved driving and transit navigation. And we're it's adding LAX. Las Vegas, which looks stunning. Oh, that's cool. And before the end of the year, we'll add six more cities. they got lighting Miami, even on the buildings. Chicago, I wonder if the Bellagio fountains Sydney. are active. To tell you more about what's new in maps, he's on a green Here's screen. Meg. Definitely. 100%. Yeah. With She's iOS 16, right. we're introducing great updates for Maps users and developers. Ed Frost, Director of Product Let's Design start for with Maps. one of our most requested features, multi-stop routing. You can now plan up to 15 stops in advance. Maps will now store previous routes and recents, so they're easy can to Google get Maps back do that? And you can plan multi-stop routes on the Mac and send them to iPhone <laughs> when you're ready to go. And of yes, course, yeah, can. when you're driving, can do 15 you can ask Siri to add additional stops to your route. I used to go to my day, you'd go to AAA and they mark it on a map Aww. with Next, a magic let's marker. Let's talk about getting around with transit. We're making it easy for riders to see fares for how much their journey will cost, along with the ability to add transit cards to wallet. And if a transit card balance is running low, you'll receive an alert nice. so you can reload it without Very having nice. to leave maps. And for developers, we're making big improvements to MapKit, starting with our revolutionary new city experience, which includes rich details for land cover, roads, landmarks, and more. Developers like Bird can now integrate this detailed map so users can more easily locate That's bikes nice. and scooters to get around town. Very good location and awareness. And it looks stunning in both light and dark mode. And there's more. We're also bringing Look Around to MapKit, making it easy to integrate high-resolution imagery from Maps into apps like Zillow, helping users get an immersive, ground-level view while browsing homes. And finally, <laughs> we're excited to announce <laughs> that later this year, developers will have faster and more flexible ways to build incredible Maps experiences with brand-new server-side APIs. Interesting. And that's a quick look at Maps. Yes. Back to you, Craig. Now, let's oh talk my God, he's got a basketball. about sports. Sports can bring <laughs> and he, people he's together in too. He's wearing a, a pride <laughs> jet track suit, too, which is great. Or a whole town <laughs> what, what team is that? What team, team, uh, what team are you on? <laughs> what is Team Swift? For sports <laughs> oh, yeah. fans he's everywhere. got a little Swift on there, To tell you more, here's Ruby. I am a fresh Craig. Craig's really showing off. Oh, look at that. Nothing but net. All the way to Ruby. How many takes many did that take? With your favorite sports. Like being able to ask Siri about players or teams or see live games yeah, like no matter where they're streaming. And now with live activities, the Apple TV app brings you scores and play-by-play -play action right on your lock screen. We also recently premiered Friday Night Baseball on Apple TV Plus, where you can stream two great games every Friday. And today we have another major update for sports. In Apple News, 
Apple News is the number one news app everywhere it's available. What? And it's about to become amazing for sports fans. You can like now follow see, your favorite like teams to and leagues to get stories from hundreds of the best publishers in an all-new section called My Sports. You'll also find scores, I think Apple News is a long way to go, especially because of all the ads. And college sports leagues. And highlights, too. Now you can catch the best place. Of course, they want you to use it. Not only do you pay for it, they can I think a lot of ads. For me, the thing about Apple News is because it tries to be so focused on you and your what you want to look at, what your behaviors are, I end up missing the breaking news stories right. or the big news stories. So I always find myself going to news.google.com yeah. uh, to find things. Or the Google News app, which I would have thought was the number one news app. But. Back to you, Craig. So sports iOS and news. and the entire Apple ecosystem are amazing for families. And we have some great new features to talk about, starting with some updates to this family sharing. This is my top sharing. story. We blocked Fox sharing. News <laughs> is my top story. Why would they even show it if you yeah, blocked it? Show story anyway. Family members, yeah. right. Including this is, this Apple is Music, just fail. iCloud Plus, Apple One, and much more. Everyone gets personalized access to their favorite content without having to buy their own subscriptions or share an account. And for households with kids, you can create accounts just for them with built-in parental controls to help you monitor their screen time or approve their purchases. And this year, we're making it even yeah, easier to create accounts for kids and make street. sure the right parental controls are in place right from the start. We're adding a new oh, easy yeah, way to set age-appropriate restrictions for apps, movies, books, it, and music. Why are you still showing why it? Are you showing along it? with quick setup of other important parental controls. So Craig Federighi is showing off some great new features new for, for helping like to set up devices really and accounts Just for kids and to be able to control those accounts. Nice. I guess that's why I lost interest. Kids. With just a few taps, the new device will be set up for their use with all the parental controls you've selected already configured. So give your and when kids your child an iPhone. For more screen time, you won't have to navigate to settings to approve or Stop deny the request. Those cheap Android you can phones. now respond right in messages. Finally, we've added a new family checklist. This is half the reason they got rid of the iPod Touch. Too many people buying it for their older, kids. Turning on location sharing, or just reminding you that you can share your iCloud Plus subscription with everyone. So those are some of the helpful updates to family I sharing that's good. this year. Yep. I can't wait to talk about now, that on iOS. As we all one know, thing people really one do a lot is share their iPad with a kid, especially to photos. shut them up in the restaurant so or the airplane. And you need a, a good way to do that. way to share photos with your family. Our precious memories are often captured by several people. Mm-hmm. In between personal photos I and never hobbies, have pictures of me. house projects <laughs> and homework, we have photos on our device that everyone in the family would yeah. like to have. Yeah, but we no do. one has all of them, so the family's memories are never complete. That's why I use Google Until Photos. Now, oh, we're introducing iCloud Share Photo is great. Library. I get all to the photos of my niece seamlessly and even automatically. That's a great feature, and of it's course, easy to photos set up. Is, Google's done this for years. Yeah. That everyone but it's can about time. To, yeah. Collaborate on and enjoy. You can participate in one shared library that's shared with up to five other people. Excellent. We've made it. Google still has an advantage because you can use it on any library. device. This is true, but you have storage. to get people to download Google Photos on their true. devices and sign yeah, in. Yeah, set everybody's up using iPhone. This is a. These are subtle pressures to get everybody in the family on, use an iPhone. Yeah. Or if your family already does, I'll use iPhones and like it is in my case. Right. 
but we wanted to make it even easier with a new switch right in camera. Oh, very cool. Straight to the shared library as you take Good. it. Good. Now, this is Very great nice. when you're on vacation and you want to make sure the photos are shared right away. And if you take a photo of something personal, like a gift, you can easily turn it off. You can also choose to have the sharing switch enabled automatically whenever you take shots with other members of the shared library nearby. So if you take photos on a camping oh, trip, they have to be nearby. Have to remember to share them later. That's great. You'll also receive That's very clever. sharing suggestions in the For You tab. Everyone has equal permissions for adding, editing, and deleting photos in the shared library. So if one member of the group is a talented photo editor, everyone gets to enjoy their edits to the shared photos. Or not. Deletions, captions, and keywords sync too. Yeah, I was going to say, can Content we revert? Content in the shared library will appear in everyone's memories, featured photos, and in the photos widget. Uh, so you can relive your problem. family's adventures that include all the photos. That's iCloud Shared Photo Library. This mom, Calvin's putting on black and white filters again. Or he's drawing a mustache (laughs) on me again. That'll be interesting. We'll have to see how that works out. hard to protect our users and their privacy with features like app privacy report, mail privacy protection, app tracking transparency, privacy nutrition labels, and so many more. Another critically important area is protecting our users' personal safety. One way we're doing that is by adding a new tool to help people putting quickly air tags turn off others' in everybody's access. pocket. For example, disabling location sharing if they're escaping an abusive relationship. It's called Safety Check. That's great. To tell you about it, That's great. here's Katie. Much needed. Wow, the uh, journalists are way ahead of us. Many yeah, I know. We're talking about safety check. Yeah. Katie Skinner. So, However, this is obviously in response to air tags. They, they, I think that raised their awareness considerably. make it harder for victims to get help. We've been working closely with organizations that support victims of domestic and intimate partner violence. And the result of those conversations is Safety Check, a new section in settings where you can quickly review and reset the access you've granted others. This lets people in abusive situations quickly revoke an yeah, the people in access the, uh, to their data and location. Yeah, the Apple campus are going to see this maybe half a minute before we do, yep. if not. More. Safety check stops sharing your location with others via Find My like and two. resets the system privacy permissions for all apps. It also protects access to your messages by helping you sign out of iCloud on all your other devices. This is a great feature. And restricts messages and FaceTime to the device in your hand. Safety check also helps you manage who you've given access to. You kick people and you out. You can audit which permissions you've granted to certain apps. We've received some really positive shame, feedback on our approach, including from the National Center for Victims of Crime, who said, In times of crisis, for many survivors, it's important to know who has their information and location. Safety Check helps give control back to survivors. This is important work, expanding the ways iOS helps you stay safe. Now, back to you, Craig. Protecting you and your privacy is and will always so be a little apple with a padlock. That's kind of cool. iOS 16 offers so many updates that will change the way you experience iPhone. iOS also extends that experience beyond the phone. So they spent more than half an hour talking about iOS 16. It just shows you how important the iPhone you is to them. Routines, 52% or keeping of you connected on your next road trip iOS has you covered. We need the feature. This quilt. year, we're bringing exciting <laughs> updates to your home 
and your car. Here we go. To tell you what's new in the home, here's Corey. Are you excited about this? Because you're the I only one who is. About this. You, you, Matthew Castanelli. Yeah. <laughs> only people get excited about this. Stacy Higginbotham. Yeah, Stacy. Yeah, <laughs> Stacy. I know you're out there. I have to say, home automation has been a massive disappointment for decades. Smart home accessories can make it easier and more convenient to control your home right from your iPhone. You can do things like see who's at the door while working at your desk or turn off the lights downstairs without getting out of bed. I would love some location-aware automations that are based on ultra-wide band. That's what I'm hoping for. So it's just right when you get back. And your smart home is all the more powerful when your accessories work together. Yeah, when reacting to changes automatically. What if now the smart matter. home is still in its early days, will. and fact, we want to help bring these powerful experiences to as many homes as possible. In order to build a connected ecosystem at home, it's important that you have the most choice, so you don't have to worry about what works with what. With that in mind, we join forces with other go. industry leaders to yeah. create a new smart home connectivity standard. It's called Matter. Matter enables smart home accessories to work together across platforms. This is the only hope for home automation. to ensure we stay true to our values, it's we contributed HomeKit, to be honest. Yeah. Home if this doesn't work, nothing is going to. This new standard. So it's built on the same core principles and maintains the highest level of security. Industry-leading brands have already committed to supporting Matter with over 100 million products in, in the course, pipeline. Samsung. And that's just the beginning. The Matter standard provides the underlying foundation to connect smart home accessories, and it allows us to innovate on top of it. We take privacy further, ensuring that data about how you use your accessories is processed and stored by default in a way that even Apple can't see. With Matter, we can continue to create amazing experiences in the home app, while also making sure all your different accessories are consistently simple to set up and easy home to use. Home automation is a lot like focus. Now that you have more accessory options to choose from, it's, let's check if you out give how it the time, it's a lot of effort, it, and the problem, problem is it breaks. And yes, when it breaks, so you put effort into it, and it, then it doesn't work. It's, it's a really frustrating experience. I agree. That's that that is what makes people really not want to deal with it because of all of the investment you have to do. Right. And spend money and time, and then it doesn't work. Yeah. Accessories. You just turned on that light in the time. Yeah. Into the main tab of the app. So you can see your entire home in a single Okay, view. some updates to the home app. And we made sure it looks great, whether you're just getting started or have built out an advanced connected home. Uh, We've added new categories for climate. Honestly, I don't think this interface is very good, but it's not the real problem in general. Exactly. Each category right at the top of the screen. And categories are a great way to navigate within the app. When you tap on a specific what category, I do like is that this is reminiscent of the new iOS Today artwork. These sort of <laughs> squares, you know what I mean? Surrounded rects. Now that's a little selfish, I got to tell you. <laughs> I'm just saying we were forward saying, we thinking. We were ahead of time. Ahead yeah. of time. And the additional cameras. We also redesigned tiles so the different accessories. I mean, Apple must have stats on how many people use this. I'd be very curious color. to see. And with the new widgets on the lock screen, it's easier than that's ever cool. to see how your okay. home is doing. Okay, so, so now you have a home automation new home widget. And it's coming to iPhone, iPad, and Mac. Now that you have what you need to keep tabs on your home, you're ready to hit the road. Ah, Let's no. hand it off to Emily to talk about CarPlay. No location-based automations for CarPlay is the smarter, safer I way like to CarPlay. use Emily your Schubert, iPhone Senior Manager of Car Experience Engineering. The way people interact with their vehicles. Mm. She looks like she's it's ready to hop into her Bronco and head out of the hills. Of cars in the U.S. What's more... 
79% of U.S. buyers would only consider a car that works with I'm CarPlay. I'm one of them. That's why I stopped buying Teslas. It's a must-have feature I when shopping CarPlay. for a new vehicle. Really is Our great. users love CarPlay. It gives them an easy way to use apps in the car using the familiar UI from their iPhone. But cars have changed a lot. With larger size I like how safety-minded it is in comparison yeah. to some of the, the other ones. I love CarPlay. There's it's, an opportunity it's a lifesaver for, for iPhone me. to play an even more important role. We've been working with automakers to reinvent the in-car experience across all of the driver's screens. Let's take a sneak peek at this I only next have two. generation of CarPlay. <laughs> That's already happened on my Mustang Mach-E. Maps will show turn-by-turn on the driver's screen as well as the main screen. CarPlay's going to have like all of this information now? Well, the, again, the manufacturer has to do it. Um, I did notice Ford Sync uh, in that manu- control panel, so I suspect There's Ford so will. There's so much to explore here. Let's take a closer look. Yeah, why wouldn't this car manufacturers say, car Apple, obviously, you have the UI ex- uh, experience. We'll let you do this. Yeah. Now, I would like a screen like that. That's, uh, that's a Mercedes. Yeah, U.S. has that. And it goes beyond what you can do with CarPlay Most people don't have that screen. Deep integration with the car's hardware lets you Yeah, what car is this? Is this the Apple car? Yeah. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, no manufacturer makes this stuff. So we decided to. Mercedes has a screen like that. Big, like, all the way across the screen. They can live front and center in the gauge cluster as well, giving you information at a glance. In fact, I'd love this that. next generation of CarPlay... But that's a car manufacturer seeding all of its re- real to estate this, to Apple. And I, I don't know how popular that's going to be. ...real-time systems in an on-device, privacy-friendly way. Showing Especially that all part. of your driving You mean we don't get access to like our speed, customers' data RPMs, anymore? Yeah. Fuel level, temperature, right. and more. But and Apple no does. matter what type of unique screen shapes or layouts you may have... This next generation of CarPlay feels like it was made specifically for your car. We're also excited to give you the ability <laughs> it feels like it, but it wasn't. to make the core of the driving experience unique Actually. to you. We carefully crafted This is the beginning of Project Titans. This has to be. From the right? Yeah, I mean, Saint, look, we know how to design a UI. Colors, but Ford is never going to take that Ford UI away. That's to provide that's their branding. Looks and feels. You can choose different curated Unless we're having a shift in the mindset gauges. surrounding cars, like and you've talked about in the past. From the world Land Rover, Mercedes, Porsche, Nissan, Ford, Lincoln, Audi, Jaguar. That's a pretty a Honda was on there. The yeah, pretty good selection. Of CarPlay will bring. Vehicles will start to be announced late next year, yeah, and we can't year. wait to show you more. So further your down next the road. car might feature this. And now I'll hand it. And back it is to something to look. I, you know, I, Apple does know better how to do a UI than than any. Yeah, car I would love it. I mean, that yeah. that is a selling point if they would yeah. realize that. Yeah, it's just do they? Oh, here's the uh, feature quilt. Feature quilt. Personalized spatial audio. That's a new one. Memories with your family and friends. And that's just yeah, the beginning. I don't know about personalizing that. That's interesting. In spatial audio with AirPods. Oh, here we go. Oh. Now, spatial audio works by understanding how sound <laughs> interacts with the geometry. Direct from the feature quilt. And ears. <laughs> to your ears. And now, in iOS 16, 
you can use the True Depth camera on iPhone what? to create a personalized spatial audio profile. Credit where it's Wait a minute. An That's Andy Anatko's precise term. and immersive listening experience. For that one. Tuned for that. just for you. Wait a minute. Plus, it's using the camera? Is coming to iOS. That'll be interesting. So you can <gasps> Quick note on iOS. I love Quick Note on iPad Quick Note's and fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I love Good. I'm so excited. Quick Note's coming to iOS. And you've got more Memoji customizations to choose oh, well, from. it's about time. And there's so <laughs> many more features to meet your needs, no matter where you are. I change now, my hat every I'll week on my Memoji. Nice. Tell you about the big new advancements coming to Apple Watch. All right, WatchOS is next. I'm very interested what they do with iPadOS. There were rumors it would be changed multitasking, things like that, much more uh, capable. Uh, let's see, here's let's Kevin Lynch, who is now running the Apple car division as well as the most loved watch in the world, WatchOS. Because it helps you stay connected, watch active, and healthy. Thing. In WatchOS 9, we're bringing great new features to each of these three areas. First, you can stay connected to what matters to you most just by glancing at your wrist. Whether you use the popular Photos watch face or a face with rich complications. And we're adding four new watch faces for you to choose from. The astronomy face has been remastered to take advantage of the expansive display and shows current cloud coverage around the world. The lunar calendar is used to observe Ooh. traditional holidays and special events Ooh. in many cultures. The lunar watch face That's celebrates this thousand-year-old practice with support for Chinese, Islamic, and Hebrew calendars. Wow, very interesting. Playtime, designed by artist Joy Fulton, features whimsical <laughs> animated numbers. You can tap the display to send them bouncing around, and when you lower your wrist, they take it out. Finally, Metropolitan highlights watch typography with a new font that dynamically stretches when you rotate the digital crown. It features many lovely color combinations. (laughs) Stretchy numbers. Rich complications enable you to see more information. There must be something about rich people and gardens behind glass now. I see this, like billions, they have it too, in their office. There's like a a glass hole, and behind glass is a whole garden. That no one and can go to. Will be to the you can't touch it. I can't touch it. That's what makes it valuable. A garden jail. <laughs> I don't understand it. Or sharing your favorite content. With WatchOS 9, the podcast app allows you to discover and follow new podcasts using search and listen now. And the app is now available Do to kids have using ears? family setup. That is actually a question. For I developers, know. sharing content and selected images from right apps like Outcast and WeChat hey. is easier with the new Share Sheet and Photos Picker. Oh, good. Ooh, share Sheet. Share sheet. With call kit, you can start and or mute VoIP calls from apps like WebEx directly on Apple Watch. Whoa! Oh, you can that's mute, that's kind of nice. I can make a call on the watch. You haven't you been able connected. to really do that before, yeah. right? Only take a call. And if you're on a Zoom call and you need to mute and you you know you step yes, away before you fantastic. can do it, that's actually quite nice. Or go to the bathroom with your watch on <laughs> and share it with the world. Don't do that part. Craig Bolton, so Senior Manager, Fitness Technologies next. He's broken out of the garden Clearly he's Australian. High-performing athletes. Athletes. Starting with running. Running. It's a sport. <laughs> running. That no matter what your level, it's what we're you can doing use here. metrics to better understand your performance. And switching up your training can reduce the chance of getting injured. The first thing we're doing By is the way, spiders do not have ears, but they can here. Metrics to with track their how bodies? You run. Measuring these from the wrist Some sort isn't of spidey easy. sense. Take vertical oscillation, for example, which is a measure of how much you move up and down. 
if it's, it's called too bouncing. High, your energy might be wasted going up. You're bouncing, mate. You I don't want to be shamed by how much I jiggle. Capture this from the wrist. Come on. Extrapolate your torso movement. My health watch is already very judgy. Too much. You're wasting energy. Machine learning and sensor fusion. A combination of accelerometer and gyroscope to isolate your torso movement gyroscope? and then measure how much vertical oscillation is produced. Jarring? We use jarring. a similar approach to measure the two other running form metrics, stride length and ground contact time. Ooh, how long These is touching the ground? These metrics can be added to new easy-to-read wow. workout views. Runners are crazy. Each workout they view really lets you get see more about this stuff. Yeah. Scroll the digital crown to see new views for familiar metrics like segments, splits, and elevation. But what about my and jaw count? introducing heart rate zones, so you can quickly see what zone wow, you're in. Wow, that's great. And get I a like sense that. of your intensity level at that's any really good. point during your workout. Oh, and there's also oh, a new dying. custom workout dying. you can use to add structure <laughs> into your run. For example, if you are trying to improve your speed or endurance, you can create a workout Some using distance like and time 50 intervals. 50 resting heart rate. sets of work out. and recovery, which <laughs> you know. can repeat as needed. You can also add one of the new alerts to a specific part of your workout. Heart rate, like none. That would be a, you need an alert on that one. That would to help good. keep yeah. you on track. During you your run, notice it, these alerts will guide you with both haptics and voice feedback, letting you know when to switch between work and recovery. I love it when I'm working out and, and when my serious consensus. Your exercise ring is closed. And I tell my trainer, I'm done. Yeah, okay, that's it. You're like, no, do a cool down. Nope, done. Nope. Like this new power metric. Ooh. Running with a power target can help you go the distance by keeping your effort so in a range. this is directly aimed at Garmin and the other big runner yeah, watches, which are very specific. Those are very, yeah, very uh, in runners fitness. Level. Yeah, they yeah. love those Garmin yeah. watches. It will be automatically saved in the workout app for you to race against your last or best time. That way you can see yeah, that's all the scare training Garmin, you're doing because that is really off. has been their big you can use many of these new features. Is, we, you know, we really running, care about runners. For many workout types, like hiking, HIT, and functional strength training. And for our triathletes, <laughs> there's a new multi-sport workout type that two uses sense of fusion oh, right. when you finish one <laughs> leg of your race and are transitioning to the next. So it can oh, more automatically switch metrics, that's between good. swimming, cycling, and running. Oh, for those triathletes. What about rowing? Some of what's coming to I want to row. In Watch OS I 9. like to row. It does know that Since I'm rowing, which is Apple interesting. We can tell the motion is by the stories unique. we hear from users who stay motivated by closing their activity rings each day. We also know there are many iPhone users who want to meet their fitness goals but don't yet have iPhone. an Apple Watch. Nice. So, so in iOS 16, the fitness app will be available to all iPhone users. What? Wasn't Using it before? the iPhone motion sensors, I think only for some. you can track steps... Distance, oh, I bet it was only if you have an Apple Watch. I bet that's what it is. Because, yeah, we have it, but I think it's yeah, an estimation of your active calories it. to contribute to your daily move goal. You'll also be able to share your moving with friends and receive coaching tips. While Apple Watch gives you a picture of your all-day activity, we're excited to bring some of the fitness app benefits to iPhone users to get them started on their fitness journey. Now, I'll hand it off to Sumbul to tell you what's coming in watchOS 9 to help keep you healthy. If you don't have an Apple Watch, that fitness app really is great. Uh, and, you know, your phone does know about your... Yeah, I can tell some yeah. different providing measurements. insights into how much sleep you're getting, Dr. along with metrics like heart rate, respiratory health. rate, and blood oxygen. 
In watchOS 9, you'll be able to learn more about your sleep with sleep stages. Ah, it's about accelerometer time. And heart rate sensor Every other to sleep tracker which does, does sleep stages. Machine learning models were trained waiting and to make sure. Yeah, because I don't know how accurate it really are. With the largest and most diverse population ever studied for a wearable. Honestly, the only true way is EEGs. As well, right. You might have woken up. The watch might be you'll good at that, actually, better than... In the health app, well, you'll I can't do an electroencephalograph, but... Oh, um, EEG. Yeah, EEG, oh, not ECG. waves. Yeah. Okay. And as you sleep, you're likely to cycle through these stages multiple but times. But because the Apple Watch has so many users, and Apple has collected that data. a lot of more data, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how it impacts your health. Those machine learning we models. As she said, it really is based so, on modeling Apple Heart and from machine learning. will now be able to contribute sleep stage data oh, that's awesome, through right? the research app. I like being able to contribute to those different sleep studies. With the large scale of the study, st- we are excited about the, the potential app. discoveries. That's what's new with sleep. Another area where Apple Watch has an impact is heart health. We hear from so many of you who have received an atrial fibrillation alert and sought potentially life-saving care. So, we also wanted to offer support once you've been diagnosed. When living with this condition, it's important to understand the time you spend in AFib because it may relate to your risk of serious complications such as stroke. WatchOS 9 can now track the amount of time your heart shows signs of this rhythm with AFib history. And in the Health app, you can manage lifestyle factors that may influence the amount of time you spend in AFib, like exercise, sleep, and weight. AFib history even helps you identify the time of day or week when your AFib is most frequent. You can also share a PDF with your doctor to facilitate richer conversations. AFib history is a first-of-its-kind feature that uniquely provides insights into your AFib over the long term. We expect to receive FDA clearance for AFib history soon. Apple Watch makes some of the more complicated aspects of your health more intuitive. And this year, we're tackling another integral aspect of health for so many of us, medications. Over 50% of people take prescription medications, and we wanted to help make it easier to track, manage, and understand the medications that you take. So in watchOS 9, the Medications app makes it easy for you to discreetly and conveniently track your medications, vitamins, and supplements anytime. You can log medications that you hmm. might take occasionally, like cetirazine, for allergies. I was going to say, I thought and that was an And you can receive notifications for medications that ah. you need to take regularly. Very nice. Rich My mom will like that. She actually uses uh, Alexa for that. Oh, nice. Yeah. And of I'm course, talking to her, and her, and her echo goes and off. Your oh, it's time to take my meds. Oh, that's good. It's really smart. Yeah. To build your oh, it looks like it's coming list, to iOS as well. Start typing the name, and you'll see suggestions. This is great. We wanted to make. Oh, I like that they're using easier, information from the health industry yeah. to be able to say, "Hey, here's so what this medicine is." To scan the label of oh, your this is great! Yeah. You can create a schedule to receive reminders. Uh, really good. And add really good. To make it easy to remember. I think people. This is huge. This Another is very important big, aspect you know? of medications is drug-drug interactions, which yep. can make them less effective or cause wow. side effects. 
In the U.S. alone, drug interactions cost So Renee Ritchie, who is at the event, we now know, says M2 is coming up next. To help you with this, so get you ready, kids. When you add a new Didn't mean to excite you. Wait a minute, your heart rate. Look at <laughs> Whoa. How is it already doing AFib tracking? To provide clinically accurate and evidence-based information across the medication This is big. You know, all of the stuff they've said, you might say is incremental. But I think these are all massive features that are going to be very valuable to people. People. This is really polishing what is already it's, quite good. We get, we've gotten to that point where we get to polish yeah. it, where they get to polish it. Yeah. This is huge. The medication tracking and the interactions. Absolutely. Because some people will take, like St. John's wort, a lot of people take that, don't realize that it is a medicine that can, or it's a supplement that can cause a lot of issues. So they suddenly do that. And like, it's oh. brave of Apple to, to do that because, of course, some of this will be controversial. Absolutely. But I think it's so valuable. It's a pharmacist in your watch or your phone. I think it's a great idea. You'll also now be periodically reminded of what health data you're sharing and who you're sharing it with. There's so much more in WatchOS 9. Dogs and cats in the portrait face. Six new yes. keyboard languages, a new <laughs> way right for That's a whole tile in the quilt. <laughs> that's a big and deal. That's, setup, that's kids the, can we call that the Micah tile. Yeah. Right from People their love their pets. Oh, yeah. WatchOS is the world's most sure. advanced wearable operating system. And watch us not I'm very impressed. Further, you know, I have to say, new features to help you stay connected. I almost hate to say this, but with the departure of Johnny Ive, the focus is less on I'm so design and more on and functionality. Functionality this is what we needed. Users. Personalization. Next, show you what's new with we Mac. have control of our devices. What's new with Mac? Get ready. Get ready. Leo's kids. getting his card ready. You can look at this, but you can't get it. I've been on that staircase. It's all locked in the Shanghai. Right? Probably not that staircase. Have you? I've been on the staircase. Looks like that at the Apple Park uh, Visitor Center. That's, oh no, I think that's the Steve Jobs theory. Which brought a whole new John. level of looks, is that John Turnus? capabilities and battery life to the Mac. We've already transitioned nearly the entire Mac product line. Users have been blown away Huge by the success. phenomenal capabilities of these new systems powered Intel's by the M1 responded. family of chips. Every, Qualcomm, everybody's responded. Been stronger. Microsoft. Well, today, we're excited to start the next generation of Apple Silicon for the Mac. Well, here we go. Introducing M2. So this, Apple was buying ads for this. And that's why this is more than just a developer talk. This is for everybody. To tell you more, I'll pass it over to Johnny. M2, everybody. Here's Johnny Saruji in the lab. Today, we begin our second generation of Apple Silicon designed specifically for the Mac. The M-Series chips deliver a scalable range of performance and capabilities. It began with M1's breakthrough set of features that transformed our most popular systems. M2 starts the second generation of M-Series chips and goes beyond the remarkable features of M1. Unlike others in the industry, who significantly increase power to gain performance, our approach is different. We continue to have a relentless focus on power-efficient performance. In other words, maximizing performance while minimizing power consumption. Combined with our unified memory architecture and custom technologies, this focus on power efficiency allows M2 to bring even more performance and new capabilities to our most popular Macs. M2 is built using an enhanced second generation 5 nanometer technology and features over 20 billion transistors. That's 25% more than M1. Wow. We use those transistors to enhance every feature of the chip, starting with the memory controller, which delivers 100 gigabytes per second of unified memory bandwidth. 
which is 50% more than M1 for even greater performance. 50% more And because M1 is so capable, memory. users run all sorts of demanding tasks. So for M2, we've enabled up to 24 gigabyte of unified memory to handle even larger and more complex workloads. So M2 each features chip will be our a multiple next generation CPU with advancements in both the performance and efficiency and cores. It's 50% faster. The performance cores are faster and feature a larger cache. And the efficiency cores have been significantly enhanced for even greater performance gains. Together, they rip through CPU-intensive tasks using very little power. When we look at the multi-core CPU performance of M2 compared to M1, it delivers 18% greater performance. And compared to the latest 10-core PC laptop chip, the CPU in M2 delivers nearly two times faster performance at the same power level. And M2 delivers the peak performance these of the PC chip deceptive, while using a quarter of the power. These lines. Now let's compare it's, it's M2 about to power the latest 12-core PC laptop chip, still which needs dramatically more power to deliver an increase in performance. There you go. So it's that's, a thicker, that's a kind hotter, of concession that, more noisy system with Yeah, they can battery. be faster, but you're going to be louder. M2 delivers nearly 90% of the peak performance of the 12-core chip while using just a quarter of the power. This is what we mean by Important the power-efficient performance sure. of Apple Silicon. Be less so M2 also features our next-generation GPU, which now has up to 10 this cores. This is the big question mark. That's two more than M1. Combined with a larger cache and higher memory bandwidth, the 10-core GPU delivers a big boost in graphics performance. M2 delivers up to 25% higher graphics performance at the same power level as M1 and up to 35% higher performance at its max. And compared to the integrated so graphics in the latest GPU. PC laptop chip, the GPU and M2 delivers 2.3 times faster performance at the same power level. And M2 delivers the peak performance of the PC chip using just one-fifth of the power. This much higher performance per watt from M2 enables systems to run cool and quiet with exceptional battery life. It's absolutely proven true. Now, one of the advantages of making our own silicon is that we can quickly bring our newest custom technologies across our SOCs. So M2 also features our next-generation secure enclave and neural engine. The neural engine in M2 can process up to 15.8 trillion operations per second. That's over 40% more than M1. It also has our next-generation media engine, including a higher-bandwidth video decoder that supports 8K H.264 and HEVC video. And M2 features our powerful ProRes video engine for hardware-accelerated encode and decode. So systems with M2 will be able to play back multiple streams of 4K and 8K video. So that Just M2 bought the next I was going to say, yeah. Generation of chips with an 18% Apple's iterating CPU, so much faster, faster GPU, than Intel could. 40% faster neural engine and 50% more memory bandwidth. It takes the amazing performance, was capabilities, the and efficiency of M1 even further. Was now, how much more John. could they up it? The fact that we're if already starting our next generation right. of Apple Silicon for life the Mac is time. remarkable. It's not life-changing, but so it's now, more than I thought let's it talk about be the first Mac I'm trying to, to figure out, if the, and Renee will we're explain, is this based on the A15, or what is this? Yeah, that's, I'm curious Air. about that as well. Users love MacBook Air for its great performance, will there be portability, colors? and battery life. It defined the category of thin and light I really like the MacBook Air, and as much as I like my MacBook Pro, M1, Today, it's more popular than ever. In I have fact, to order this. MacBook Air is the world's best-selling laptop. Apple Silicon enables us to design products we never could have imagined, which is why we're so excited to introduce an all-new MacBook Air 
completely redesigned around M2. Is it going to be flat? Here it is. Is it still going to have that wedge look? Yeah, that's a good question. It's going to be a feather. (laughs) A feather with a screen. It's literally a feather. (laughs) So this is not Johnny Ive designed. This is... Ah, interesting. Uh, Black deck, it looks like. All black deck. They kind of made a move toward that. I don't think it's wedgie. It's not wedgie. It's square. Fantastic. It's got square. It's actually a fairly thick screen. It has to be for the camera. Um, It does look pretty thin and light. I mean, it's still an ultrabook. Uh, There's a a headphone jack on the right. That's all. So it's not going to have right and left. And yeah, how many colors did you see there? I think four. Powered by M2. And to tell you all about it, here's Kristen. The new MacBook Air takes everything our users love about the Air to the next level. The wedge shape of the previous Air has evolved into a new design that's that's strikingly thin from every angle. The durable, (laughs) all-aluminum, unibody enclosure feels incredibly solid when you hold it and is built to last. And this remarkably thin design integrates its components so so efficiently that it results in an astonishing 20% reduction in volume over the previous Air. The so new it's air is just 11.3 millimeters thin, or under half an inch. It's nice to have MagSafe. 2.7 pounds. MacBook Air now comes in four finishes. Silver, uh, yeah, these are not space colorful. gray, a gorgeous starlight, and a stunning midnight. They're all so close. And yes, MagSafe yeah. is back for dedicated charging. I think that's actually good. It also means that you in. can you know, free those two. two Thunderbolt ports yes, free for connecting to, to a variety of accessories. Dongles, we call them. There's also an audio jack with support for high impedance headphones. This all new design is incredibly portable. And uh, no and touch bar. No, it features. looks like fingerprint reader. Starting with a real function keys. Liquid Got a liquid retina display. Ah. We expanded the display closer to the sides and up around the camera to make room for the menu bar. Yeah, I hate that notch. The result is a larger 136 <clears throat> inch display with but much my, thinner my menu borders. bar is busy. Giving and users it, it, more I'm, screen real right estate to view oh, their wow. content you don't use in brilliant Well, I have to because oh, otherwise, otherwise, yeah, it's also yeah. 25% brighter than before. Wow. And MacBook well, I do Air like the brightness increase. I presume this is an IPS So photos and movies display. look incredibly vibrant. Next, let's talk about the camera. Having a great oh, camera boy. is more important than ever. You don't have a good track record on this yeah, part, Apple. You don't talk about the camera. But they do have a notch. Camera, 1080p. Twice the resolution <laughs> and twice the low-light performance of the previous good. Air. Combined with the processing power of M2's advanced image signal processor, you'll look great on video calls. Okay, but we're going to get firmware up, updates later audio. to make it better? To fit or inside is it such just a thin design, the speakers and mics are completely integrated between the keyboard and display. All while delivering an even better audio experience. A three micro captures clean audio, audio though, using advanced beam forming algorithms. And there's a four speaker sound system that produces amazing stereo separation and vocal clarity. There's also support for immersive spatial audio so for music and movies with Dolby how many Atmos. LEDs are in the backlight of this. How many the Magic Keyboard are? features a this full really height nice function HDR row display. with Touch ID. Yay. And of course, the new Air has a spacious, industry-leading Force Touch trackpad. And when it comes to performance, M2 takes it even further. 
So applying filters and effects in apps like Photoshop is up to 20% faster than before. And a massive five times faster for customers that haven't yet upgraded to Apple Silicon. I'm curious how it will compare to like an Intel MacBook yesteryear. Performance is nearly... I have a 15-inch Dell XPS with uh, oh, yeah, you got the that. 12th gen. So we can we can compare it to the... It's an i5, though. So. And it came all in one piece? It was good? Design. Yeah. Good. And I also have my drone here, if you ever want. Go for a the flight. The Air delivers the same great all-day <clears throat> battery life with up to 18 hours of video playback. There's also some new charging options. Including Battery a compact power adapter yes, with there it two is. USB-C ports. Oh, so you can they said oh, people oh. thought that was not actually going to be from oh. Apple. They thought it was a third-party charger. Oh. It's actually Apple's charger. That's why. So I can charge my phone and my so laptop. So you can charge up to 50% in just 30 minutes. So that's wow, the they, that came out. They thought it was Apple's, and, and then they later said, "No, no, no. Actually, we think this is made by a third party. It actually is Apple's." Five hundred nits of brightness is ProRes decode. Four speakers, five hundred fanless, fanless design. Now, before I hand it back to John, let's see it in action. This is going to be. This is just a fun video. It's not shooting. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> it's floating. No, your MacBook Air will not float. It's 2.7 pounds. It's really not impossibly thin and light, honestly. It's 1.7 millimeter. Uh, what is it? What they say? 17? No, I can check the specs. How thick did they say it was? Toast. Is that flying toasters coming back? Oh, does the camera have um, center stage? Center stage. Thank oh. you. I don't like that word. Let's see how the uh, flying gerbil works. I'm sorry, that's a guinea pig. I apologize. I, I do like it's a liquid retina display. That's a big improvement in the uh, MacBook Air displays. Better, much better camera. I like. The, I honestly think square is fine. Yeah, I don't think you need a wedge. I don't like the wedge. No. I never liked the wedge. It's a little dated now. Excited to bring M2 to MacBook Air, the world's best-selling laptop. Only with Apple Silicon can you build such a thin and light notebook with a fanless design and this combination of performance and capabilities. But that's not all we have for you today. What M2 about. is coming to another Mac, what? which is actually the world's second best-selling laptop, the 13-inch MacBook Pro. It's our most portable. Oh no way! <laughs> so this will be an air with a fan, basically, yeah. an air with air. Now with M2, you get even <laughs> more capabilities in the same great form factor. With a faster eight-core CPU and ten-core GPU, working with raw images and apps like Affinity Photo is nearly forty percent faster than the previous generation, and over three times faster if you're upgrading from a model without Apple Silicon. That's a significant. And playing graphics-intensive games like Baldur's Gate Three is also nearly that's forty percent faster yet. than the previous thirteen. And that's, I've been played that's, this that's, that's with an great. active cooling that's system. Great. The MacBook Pro is designed to sustain its pro performance. So they're going to do the same thing they did last with the initial uh, launch. I wonder if they'll do an iMac. They're going to do low-end M2 first. This fall, we'll probably see a a studio later. And a MacBook Pro with higher-end 14-inch MacBook Pro. 16-inch. This is pretty attractive, though. 
MacBook Pro also delivers phenomenal battery life with up to 20 hours of video playback. So that's the powerful 13-inch MacBook Pro. Case means more. With the incredible performance of M2, ProRes acceleration, up to 24 gigabytes of memory, and up to 20 hours of battery life, our most portable Pro notebook gets even better. Both the Air and the Pro also support our environmental goals. They use 100% recycled rare earth elements in many components, are free of numerous harmful substances, and meet Apple's high standards for energy efficiency. The all-new MacBook Air starts at $1199 and just $1099 for education. So that's the powerful 100 bucks 13-inch more. MacBook Pro starts at $1299 and $1199 for education. And they'll be available next month. And the MacBook Air with M1 stays in the lineup at $999 and just $899 for education. That's good. Now We're they, thrilled good. to bring M2 the to the world's so. two most popular laptops, the MacBook oh, no, Air the and 13-inch MacBook Pro. And they join the even more powerful 14- and 16-inch MacBook Pro with M1 Pro and M1 Max to round out the most amazing lineup of Macs we've ever offered and continue our tremendous pace of There's innovation no notch for the on Mac. The, uh, now back to Craig. Yeah, and it looks like the design is still... We're really excited the about these new Macs with the next generation of Apple Silicon. And the powerful software that drives the experience is Mac OS. Mac OS. <laughs> Will it be So let's mammoth? talk about what's new. I hope so. Will I it like be... that name. Craig? Sorry, Kyle. Wrong door. He needs Apple Maps. <laughs> Mac OS plays a critical role in our lives. As we work, collaborate with colleagues, Wi-Fi family, and friends, new, uh, create and organize what's important to us, Not and easy. so much more. This year, we focused on making the core things you do with macOS even better, delivering new ways to be productive and take advantage of the I capability of like other Pat devices with continuity. It is odd. It seems so like what should we call right it? it? Well, that brings us to the latest exploits Here come the of dad Apple's jokes. crack product marketing team. <laughs> oh, boy. They've been absolutely riding high since their naming coup on M1 and M2. And needless to say, <laughs> okay, they were funny. exhausted. That's funny. But after their requisite three-month rejuvenation retreat in Monterey, with their chakras now in complete he alignment, doing the this. team this once again piled feature. into their macOS naming microbus and wove their way down Highway 1. Oh, Chasing the vibrant display of colorful California wildflowers, South of Big they finally Sur. came Mac to OS rest. Poppy? Stunning surf meets lush alluvial plains in beautiful Ventura. Ventura. Mac oh, OS I like Ventura that, enriches like so many of the ways we use our Macs. So let's jump in. A key part of the Mac John, experience are you not a fan is of Ventura? be productive <laughs> and creative. Which All I know is that uh, I don't know anything about the place. I just like how the name sounds. And the more you do, the more overwhelming this can become. We all want the perfect mix to focus on our work without distractions and to easily move between tasks. This year, we have a new way to automatically keep everything organized and give you quick access to your windows. It's called Stage Manager. Let's see how it works. Are we replacing mission control with stage manager? When you're working on the Mac, it's really easy to find yourself with lots of open windows. Now, the Mac has great tools like mission control to help you find the window that you're looking for. But with so many open windows, it can feel like you never really this escape This is why they're doing iPadOS last, with because some manager, of these Mac OS features uh, focus uh, on the iPad stage manager. without the distractions. And it's easy to get started. Let's activate stage manager from Control Center. 
As you see, it automatically arranges all my windows for me off to the side and puts the app I'm currently working with front and center. When I bring forward a different app, like clicking on Mail here in the dock, you'll see that it's brought to the stage and Safari gracefully moves over to the left with my other recent apps. When I click on Safari, it retakes the stage and Mail moves back to the left. You'll notice that for an app with multiple open windows, like Pages here, Stage Manager gathers all the windows together in a single pile. When I click, I get the top one. And if I want a different window, uh, I can cycle through them just by clicking. What do you think? It's really convenient. I don't like it. I don't know. Of course, I have to use just that. as you would expect uh, on a I, Mac. I, I use workspaces. Overlapping windows and multiple apps oh, do you? Yeah. The same so screen. everything's full screen and I it's slide really back. Oh, yeah. I never could together. get into that. Yeah. Here, well, this might be better I'll for some. Yeah, I would like this, I think. And yeah. pair it with my Pages window. Yeah, I this bet you this so goes on iPad OS. Working on You're projects right. that involve a specific group of windows, like planning a trip with these three apps here. And huh? if I go back to my previous group, this Stage is essentially what Workspaces does, but it, but you have a lot of the screen devoted to these tiles on your left. Yeah, of course, I'm not a fan of piles on my screen. I, often want to get at I use stacks on my, my macOS desktop. With Stage Manager, we've so made I'm, that I'm okay with easier piles. than ever. <laughs> I'm working on this Final Cut project, and I want to pull in a couple of files. With just a click on my desktop, my windows clear the stage. Also, I like to keep my dock on the left there, so now I, don't know. I can oh, grab the these docker. title graphics and drag them over to my Final Cut window. I'll just drop them in right here. Oh, and boom. so this is not so, so different than the screen than the overview. But is it over, always open? Manager. I, that, I don't. Another part of the I don't know. I'm interesting. Do stage manager. Because it seems like there's both. This year we yeah. have a big update that delivers a more consistent and powerful experience across our platforms. Spotlight is great for doing all kinds of things, like quickly launching an can app. Can you Sherlock? Sherlock? Can you Sherlock Spotlight? And now you can peek at a result in Quick Look with a tap on the space okay, bar. Okay, that's nice. Spotlight can now also find images that, from your photo library nice across the system and on the web. And using live text, you can search the text inside the image. You can also take actions, oh, like starting a timer okay. or running a shortcut right from oh, okay. Spotlight. Okay, that's good. That's it's Alfred also Dist, a great uh, way to get information. Now I've been using Raycast because it's very programmable. I saw. I, I downloaded Raycast. Really like it. I just have. But I'm going to have to go back to Spotlight here. I've been a stalwart uh, Spotlight user yeah. for so long. TV shows and actors, businesses and sports. Rich results and the ability to take actions right from yeah, Spotlight nice. are also coming to iOS and iPadOS. Now, speaking of iOS, we wanted to make Spotlight even easier to discover and access. Right now, so you we slide added down. it right to the bottom of the home screen. With just a tap, you can use Spotlight to launch an app, find a contact, or huh. start a search. I wonder where they mean. These updates I, I didn't show are more thing? productive. Helping you find what you're looking for. People must faster. not know the discoverability of. Next, yeah, it's so easy to slide down. down. That That's how I launch apps and every day. Is it mail? To take you through it, here's Darren. Sorry to say that so sadly. I just, is this course, the first Darren or the second Darren? I think it's new Darren. Mail is central to Darren Alder, so VP Internet Technologies. This year, we have great updates that will help you be more productive, starting with some highly requested features. Undo send. I always wish I could be the email person that used a few the moments after default apps and get Schedule what I want out of them, but I never can. Mail is not good enough moment. for me. Follow up suggestions, will but because it's the default, I follow up. 
expect it's slimy, a big six. Exactly. That's why I have to you know, be aware of how it works. Yeah. At a particular date and time. Love my third party email. Next, yeah, let's too. talk search. Mailmate. This is the biggest it's overhaul of search in mail tool, we've done in years. So many third party Leveraging the latest state of the art techniques. Airmail and, uh, and I can't think of the other one. Spark on, search, on iOS. Yes. Recently yeah. shared documents, links, and more. The moment you start typing, with each letter, you instantly it's interesting because the new messages, to some degree, can replace typo, mail. And I think a lot of people will be using it yeah. like a mail system. And if search knows a synonym, it'll look for that too. And all these new features are also coming to iPadOS and iOS. And that's mail. Next up is another app most of us spend a ton of time in every day. Safari. Safari. With macOS Ventura... Safari is the world's fastest browser, rendering the most complex websites with incredible speed. Safari is the most power-efficient browser on Mac, letting you do more on a single charge than any other browser. And of course, Safari is a trailblazer in protecting your privacy on the web, with features like intelligent tracking prevention and privacy report. Safari has a legacy of introducing key web technologies that elevate the web experience for everyone. Safari's pioneering support for HTML5 transformed the video experience on the web, resulting in higher quality playback and increased battery life. And Safari continues to deliver support for the latest web technologies and standards for web developers, including all of these added in just the last year, like more fluid web animations, new browser extension types, and Jason support Jason Chen for tweets, Mac OS Ventura is fast, just like how fast everybody drives to get out of Ventura. <laughs> And now wow. Safari has a new way about this shared tab groups. Whether you're planning a trip with friends or shopping for a Isn't couch, cool. doesn't America have a song called Ventura? In one I think place. so. And when they find something great, they can add tabs. So shared tab groups are kind of like shared photo albums, but instead you can share tabs with other people and collaborate. Again, if I had friends, this might be great. <laughs> All right, we could share a tab group. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Actually, you know, that is a good idea. For work. If we had uh, for our show a tab group, we could send it to everybody who's going to be on the show. Rosemary and I could do that for iOS today. Yeah. Accounts can be compromised. Hackers can use social engineering techniques, oh, sure like can. phishing, to trick users into giving up passwords. They can also breach a website directly to get access to all the passwords stored on How its server. Before Grandpa replaces that's his joke email with a, a shared tab group. It's more secure, <laughs> easier to use, oh, no. and aims to replace passwords for good. We call them passkeys. Passkeys. Ah, uh, yes. This, this, is, well, this is the new thing. Yeah. Cryptographic techniques. This is the FIDO2 standard. FIDO, your device to keep accounts safe. Microsoft's doing to it. Create too. a passkey. Just use Google Touch supports ID it. or Face ID to authenticate. Best Buy already done. supports yes. this. Just when the other day, I was on the Best Buy yes. website. Digital key is created that yes. only works for the site it was created for. And it uses. Can't be fished since the passkey never leaves your devices. This is fantastic. Can't yep. trick you into sharing it. And on it a uses biometrics. Server. And passkeys can't be leaked because nothing secret is kept on a web server. This is a breakthrough. We've designed passkeys to work in apps as easily as they do on the web. I hope with passkeys broad industry support this takes Apple off. Devices takes off. Using iCloud including Apple TV. And are instantly available. <gasps> oh, this is, this is life-changing. That's the worst iPad thing. Having enter passwords on Apple TV. We've been working with industry leaders in the FIDO Alliance, including Google and Microsoft, to ensure that passkeys work seamlessly cross-platform. With a passkey, you'll be able to I'm, walk I'm up to a non-Apple device. Very relieved. And Look at that. Into a website or app. Using a QR code. Just your this is like Squirrel. The transition away from passwords will be a journey. 
and we look forward to working with developers on the passwordless future. And that's Safari. So Steve Gibson did a now, whole uh, show on passkeys. He's very obviously very involved in this, having created something similar, be productive and better probably, but uh, with the support of Microsoft, Apple, Next, and Google, passkeys is going to happen. Talk about gaming. We're at a point where two things are really coming together. First. Apple Silicon has changed Gaming everything. gets its own category it's at WWDC this year. That's, yeah. New Mac, this is well, new you know, in other announcements, they always had used to have an EA come on Someone and come play, up and a play a game, game. Mm-hmm. trying to prove Second, that, yes, you can. But to talk about the Mac and gaming and in particular, because yeah. usually it's iOS or iPad, yeah. iPhone, I mean. And since we have a unified Silicon architecture spanning from iPhone and iPad all the way up to M1 Ultra, Game developers can scale the quality Please, and performance make of their titles for us. across the entire line. Another key part of a great gaming experience is the software that powers it. To tell you what's new, here's Jeremy. Metal? Is that what we're talking about? Yep. Metal. Metal, <laughs> yeah. We Jeremy Sandromel. It's the software that powers Sandmel. hardware accelerated Senior graphics Director on of all GPU our software. And now, mm. Metal 3 brings new features that will unleash the full potential of Apple Silicon for years to come. Gaming at maximum resolution and quality looks awesome. And to help game developers increase the performance of realistic and immersive graphics, we're introducing Metal Effects Upscaling, which enables developers to render rich, visually complex scenes even faster. It works by rendering smaller, less compute-intensive frames, and then applies high-quality spatial upscaling and temporal anti-aliasing, and it's so cool. No Man's Sky, coming to Mac later this year, will be one of the first games to use metal effects upscaling. The frame rate increases, giving you that responsive feel, and it looks beautiful. Another area we're improving is game loading. Games continue to push the boundaries and appear more realistic than ever before by using richer Sounds textures and like more geometric detail, which can take a while FSR to load. So Metal upscaling. 3 adds a new fast resource loading it's important API that, they keep that minimizes up, frankly, time by providing a more NVIDIA direct path and, and from because to unified mm-hmm. memory systems. They don't support it. So the GPU can more quickly access high-quality textures and buffers without waiting. Metal 3 and Apple Silicon enable even more immersive visuals, faster performance, and quicker loading. This really is a, a new fun day game. for gaming on the Mac. But don't take our word for it. Let's hear from the team that has created the acclaimed Resident game. Evil Village. We are so excited it's coming to the Mac. <laughs> to tell you more, we are delighted to introduce Iju Insan, manager of Capcom's Advanced Technical Research Division. <laughs> the music change. Biohazard. <laughs> Lighting effects. Now with the Mac with Apple Silicon support for our new Metal 3, our game screams on Apple Silicon. That's pretty realistic. Blazingly fast, Mac Studio. This looks fun. It's, it's horror, of course. Yeah. Look how fluidly we're able to move through these hauntingly beautiful scenes. High quality textures, geometry, and complex shaders. Yeah, it really does look good. And with Metal FX upscaling, we can render amazing high-resolution visuals 
across the entire line, MacBook Air running effortlessly at 1080p. Wow, Apple really wants to get uh, get you gaming. And of course, Mac Studio can go 4K. Previously only possible with high-performance consoles and gaming PCs. But now we're able to bring this to every Mac with Apple Silicon. We're simply astounded by the fidelity these new Macs enabled us to achieve. But really, they do. It's impressive that a fanless MacBook Air yeah. can play. Or a stu- you know, the studio has a fan, but you would never know it. Right. You've never been yeah, able to get it. No, wow. I can't hear it ever. Oh, scary. I will play this game. Mac versions coming out later this year. I will play this game. Thank you, Ijuang Sun. Next, let's talk about continuity. Continuity is all about giving you a seamless experience across devices. Features like continuity universal is control, a great feature. Airplay and handoff is a great feature. Always use the right device. A handoff is a great feature. These and are today, very compelling reasons to be to all FaceTime. Apple. Now picture this. Uh, FaceTime. Oh, my mom FaceTime needs this. She always answers on the wrong device. <laughs> when you get home and bring your iPhone every time. So mom, you answered on your phone. You got, I'm going to hang up and call you again. Only answering the iPad. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, this is good. The conversation. This is you really can hand good. off calls in any direction between your devices, so you'll always be able to join the call from the right one. I love we it. We also have exciting news about another continuity feature, which pairs the best camera you own with the large displays no, on camo, Mac. Oh, getting Sherlock. We spend a lot of time in front of our Macs with our cameras on. Oh, wow. Become an camera, camo saved my work, life yesterday. We had to do a twist in my house. And I, I used to oh, Thank God I had set up. Camera, you can use continuity iPhone camera. Oh, my continuity God. Continuity camera. Advanced capabilities of the iPhone camera system. Letting you do what is that? that what is that? Like, yeah, what is going on there? Let me show you how it this works. This makes me a little sad, though, because I really now, like the folks from camera. I just bought eCam and camo. What is that? To my display. Where did you get that? I want that thing. Fantastic! This is it is wireless? You can see my Mac automatically yes, detects my iPhone uh, and uses yeah. it as But I wonder camera. if that's going to be as good as having it plugged in. Can I plug it in? It works wirelessly, so there's nothing to plug in. So to try this out, let's call a friend in the design studio. I have to say, using the iPhone for your camera webcam is Hi, the Craig. best camera you've hey, got. Johnny. It's fantastic. Yeah. Are you up for it handles low light. It's just camera? sure. I'm using it right now with my iPhone and Pro Display XDR. You know, one thing I love about continuity camera is center stage. Okay. I can move around so and center, center stage, stage will keep me in the frame as well. Mm-hmm. I'll frequently pair wow. that with portrait mode. Probably the iPhone's to blur doing the, background the center with that stage beautiful stuff. Right? Yeah, the, yeah, as well as the uh, port, portrait iPad. mode. That's right. going to be happening from the iPhone. We can now use them with any Mac. For sure. A new one people are going to love is Studio Light. Check this out. It brightens my face Ooh. and darkens the background. All processing. Hey, that looks the, great. I, it's um, almost like you have a ring light. image signal processor there on your iPhone. It is perfect for tough lighting conditions. Like if I'm ever sitting in front it's of a window. like you have a ring light. Okay, now I want to show my favorite new feature. Ring lights really are mainstream, desk. aren't they? <laughs> you can see the work that's on my desk, and it keeps me in the picture. It is amazing. Wait, what? Take a look. Desk stream? It looks like I have a dedicated overhead camera. Oh. But this is desk view. 
treating view. both of How are you doing that? What? From the one ultra-wide camera on my iPhone. <laughs> You're kidding. Very powerful you are process. kidding. Black magic. I didn't even need to adjust my phone. I don't understand. Deskview is going to be great for sharing new designs One camera, one phone. I can even use it to just it all. Because the camera's facing using forward, the wide so angle, the wide angle and then doing so some cool. yeah. uh, distortion. Well, hey, John, yeah, my car does that, so it looks like it's an overhead view. Wow. I'll talk to you later. Wow. Oh, my God. In addition to FaceTime, you can use continuity camera with any macOS video conferencing app like Zoom, Teams, WebEx, and more. And we're working with Belkin to offer beautiful stands to hold your iPhone at the perfect height and angle. These will be available later this year. And since so many of you with a Mac already have an iPhone, these great capabilities come with the devices you already ecosystem, own. That's the ecosystem, magic of continuity. You and that's be in the Mac OS Ventura, a feature-packed release wow. that brings new tools for managing Windows. That's the only frustrating thing about these June announcements is we have to wait and games, three months and magical or more. new continuity features. Well, one of my now, poor devices let's is going to have it installed on it. That's not my, my main device. Oh, my God. Craig obviously <laughs> decided to go full. We get it. Superstar hair. hair <laughs> they, oh, my God. The Air Force One is on his way. Our vision awesome. for iPad OS okay. is to create a distinct that. experience that's built on the <laughs> He's best a goofy of iOS. I think it's great. Like security, mobility, and an intuitive touch-first interface. Rapidly become the star of these events. With powerful capabilities mm-hmm. from Mac OS like multitasking and trackpad support, combined with features like Apple Pencil that are uniquely iPad. All of this comes together to deliver our most versatile device. This year, in iPadOS 16, uh, here we, go. we have a big release that's going to take this versatility even further, starting with a host of features that you heard about earlier in iOS and macOS an hour and a half that are in. going to be great I think on we're iPad. Going two hours on this one. Like I shared so, photo no. library, Shared tab groups and pass keys in Safari, and a big update to Mail. We're also bringing weather to iPad, taking full it's advantage about of stunning display. It is about beautiful time. animations like these gently How moving long clouds has it been? <laughs> since the introduction so of the iPad and yeah. driving rain. And all of these modules are tappable to access detailed information. And for developers, we're announcing WeatherKit. So they can build weather into their apps. Of course, apps. this is because Apple bought iPad the sky, so they have the back end. New ways to collaborate Again, with others. Again, they've Sherlocked a whole lot of weather apps. And new features for pro users that take advantage of the power of the M1 well, these apps survive on the iPhone so with let's weather. Start so with I collaboration. They could survive. Which often begins in messages when you're asked to pass along a document. Of course, you could send a copy, but now you can also instantly kick off a collaboration when you send something with the share sheet. This makes initiating collaboration across the system as easy as sending a link and means a conversation with your collaborators is always just a tap away. Oh, I need Let me show you how it to works. be a little bit uh, more intelligent. So let's tap in oh, to messages. Just to remember, about an upcoming it's just, and we've been it does seem fairly random. Yeah, mm-hmm. obscure. Now, know, not just the like people, the but the apps. I, you know, I use the same app over and over and I have to search for it every time. here in Pages... I've been collecting our ideas. I want to share this with the group. In the past, when I'd tap share, I'd end up sharing a copy. But now, you'll notice I can start collaboration right oh, here. Oh, wow. And what's great is, I don't need to type in a bunch of names or email addresses. Wait a minute. When I select a messages group, everyone gets added automatically. Well, and Let's go ahead and, and send it. And then 
you collab. You have to all have iCloud or something. This what? makes How? it way easier to collaborate with people you're already communicating with. What? Yeah, everyone if you all have can pages, immediately join can, and start making which everyone edits, can download like the ones pages. you see here. And back in the messages conversation, I even get a notice of any changes I might have missed. Oh, that's nice. When you collaborate this way, your document is connected to the conversation. The group appears in the toolbar, and I can kick off communication right from here. I can get back to the messages this conversation. This is also a Mac or initiate feature, a right? This is call. not just iPad OS. Let's go ahead yeah. and call the group. Uh, this is this basically means any. I hey, presume everyone. any app can now hey, be collaborative. Hey, I saw oh, that a few know. of you were in That's the document. Is it only pages? Is it only iWork? I think it was just an iWork thing. But yeah, I've been thinking about it, and I've been collecting a few tabs. I'm going to share them right now with you and Safari. Safari, Thanks, add Safari to the list. This year, you can start collaborating with the group right in FaceTime. You can if see they provide that Lob just an invited API me to collaborate this. on a set yeah, of tabs in Safari. Like a I'm going to go ahead and accept his invite, and now I can get to them in Safari. Just like with the Pages document, everyone in the group automatically has access. I can see Anne and Mindy joining well, the tab I, group. We'll definitely want to know more and about this. And I can this. even see which tabs people are looking at right in the tab bar. Looks like Mindy is checking out kayaking. Found a few more. Check these out. When Lop adds tabs, they instantly appear so we can all check them out. Let's see. We already did this last year. <laughs> but ziplining looks cool. All right, team, let's wrap this up and update our document with the latest ideas. Looks like Anne is updating the text, and Mindy just dropped in an image, so we're all set. So that's a quick look at some of the new ways you can work together I'd love to in collaboration that. in iPadOS 16. Potentially huge. In addition to Pages and Safari, these new the collaboration apps. features will work with a variety of apps like Notes and Keynote. And for developers, there's a new API there to integrate is. collaboration in their apps. And these features will That's also be huge. Yeah. iOS and macOS. Yep. Of course, when you're collaborating live, sometimes you want a space where you can brainstorm and capture ideas it makes as they strike. iPad or one of these so devices today, like the center sneak of peek. any a sort of brand collaboration. brand new app called Freeform coming later this year. To tell you all about it, uh -oh. here's Elizabeth. Uh-oh, this could Apple be app? Notion slash... Uh, Microsoft has a Notion clone so called Loop. We have so many great ways to collaborate. But up until now, you didn't have a space to work in. A place for group sessions, project planning, home renovations, or school projects. Now, you can be on a FaceTime call, and with a tap, you're all collaborating live on a freeform board. You can add almost anything to a board. It's perfect for brainstorming sessions, jotting down notes, sharing files, or even creating diagrams with others. It's flexible, limited only by your imagination. As others begin adding their thoughts, you can see their live cursors showing you right where they're working. And if someone is in another part of Freeform, you can just tap to jump straight to where they are on the board. Like Prezi. And anytime you need more space, move around simply using touch. Now, if I could put modules from, say, really spreadsheets in there or from... That course, would really be next with level. With a full complement of drawing tools, you can sketch or write a note anywhere you'd like with Apple Pencil. It's Google Wave. And with all the powerful tools to create content on iPad... Freeform is a great place to pull it all together, including photos, video, audio, documents, PDFs, okay. web links. Pretty much anything you need to work with can Again, be brought on the board. API, and you, you can could write it right in line, including multi-page documents and high-resolution videos, giving you everything you need to bring your ideas to life right at your fingertips.
And that's a sneak peek at Freeform. That's very interesting. Back to you, Craig. We'll see later this Freeform year. Freeform is yeah. going to be a great way to brainstorm your ideas with others. These are and all we're building you know, it right into iPadOS, well, macOS, and iOS later this year. This is the first course, new app from Apple in many, many moves. seamlessly move from being productive to gaming. With its stunning display, built-in sensors, and support for your favorite game controller, they haven't talked iPad about provides yet, a great gaming experience. That might be the final and the M1 chip delivers high-performance graphics, enabling immersive games like Divinity Original Sin 2. In iPadOS 16, we iPad. have some great updates to gaming, starting with Metal 3, the new Diablo which brings Immortals the same Metal FX upscaling oh, yeah, and fast out. resource Fantastic. loading API to iPad if you're a that we talked fan. about earlier with macOS. There's also a new API that lets games download large assets in the background, enabling you to multitask did not have while that. the download <laughs> completes. Another important aspect to gaming on iPad is how it brings us together. Tens of thousands of games use Game Center to help us play with our friends or compete against each other. Game Center could use some it's attention. It's easy That's to good. jump right in and play without creating a new account using your Game Center profile. You can find friends to play with. So this is what it looks like scores uh, on leaderboards in the Apple campus as they sit and watch and now what we're, we're watching. Activity to the Craig's up there on the big screen. I love our you can AC. see what your friends are playing, <laughs> highlights of their achievements. They're lucky. You know, it rained just a couple of days ago here. It's very rare to have rain in Northern California in June. They're very lucky they didn't. And get all a of this weird late appears June on rain. your Game Center profile. Late, late winter rain. Game Center has always supported playing together in real time. Now, SharePlay makes it simple to join and play. In a multiplayer game using Game Center, just start a SharePlay session video and Brian bring your Tong friends right Thank in. You, These new Game Center features will be coming to an update to iPadOS 16 later this year. And we're also bringing them to iOS and macOS. The versatility of iPad makes it great for so many things, and a big part of that is apps. This year, we're continuing our work to make iPad apps more capable with desktop class apps. While many iPad apps have their origins in iOS, over the years, they've taken on their own unique capabilities, optimized for the iPad's larger display. In iPadOS 16, we scoured the entire system adding enhancements across the board from system elements and interactions to new features you use on Mac and want on iPad. Mm. Let me highlight features a few of them. you use on Mac Undo, and want redo on iPad. across the system. Availability view in calendar. Find and merge cards and create lists in contacts. Yeah, these are those and things where I big end up having a teleperson who asks me, oh, you're going to have to go to a Mac to be able to do this. Yeah. Change file extensions. Yeah, change file extensions you have to go to a Mac to do. We've also added system-wide that, that deliver improvements in files becomes much more like Finder. With a redesigned find and replace experience that works in line. A document menu in apps like Files, Pages, and Keynote that reveals common actions you may want to take, such as duplicate, rename, export, and print. And for the first time ever, customizable toolbars in iPadOS, so you can add the tools that matter to you most. And for developers, we've created new APIs so they can build these capabilities right into their own apps. These features will help you be more productive. And we have another feature from Mac that will be great for creative pros on iPad. And that is reference color. 
The liquid retina XDR display in our latest 12.9 inch iPad Pro is great for professional color workflows. And with iPad OS 16, we're introducing his iPad for this reference very specific thing. So now that it'll have reference modes like there. You improve color grading and compositing where accurate colors and consistent image quality are critical. So whether you prefer using iPad Pro as a standalone device or as a second display with sidecar, yeah. reference mode provides a consistent reference workflow across your Pro devices making iPad Pro an indispensable tool for creative professionals. Now, I want to turn our attention to a set of features enabled by the performance of the M1 chip in our latest iPad Pro and iPad Air. Features for people who push the versatility of iPad to the limit. Pros are always wanting more space to work Here with. We go. So we're adding a new display scaling setting which allows you to increase the pixel density of the display so you can view more in your apps, which is particularly helpful when using split view. We also want to enable you to do more in apps. Our latest iPad Air and iPad Pro come with a ton of ultra-fast memory and storage. iPadOS 16 adds support for virtual memory swap, meaning your iPad storage can be used to expand the available memory for all apps and delivers up to 16 gigabytes of memory to the most demanding apps. With technologies like display scaling and virtual memory swap, we have the foundation for a big leap forward in user experience. One that can change how our pro users get work done on iPad. So we're bringing Stage Manager, our oh, latest viewing no. system <laughs> you just is. saw in macOS, well, to iPad. I better OS. like it. Stage Manager takes multitasking um, that on might iPad solve, actually. to a whole new I, level. You know, I like it better on the iPad. And unlocking full external display support. I'd like to show it to you now. Interesting. Today on iPad, when you use apps, you get the full screen experience that we're all familiar with. Like in photos here. With Stage Manager activated, I can now resize windows, exposing a powerful like a new way PC, to work it? with apps on iPad. And the dock is visible, so I can easily get to all my apps. Let's open Music. You'll notice that all my uh, recently used apps appear on the left, so switching between them is really fast. Dock 2. And Stage Manager <laughs> gives me powerful new layout capabilities Doc to create Junior. my ideal workspace. They, I never For liked the, the way we multitask on the iPad. iPad. It's always hard to do. I know, this is, this might be the solution. Messages. Alongside, I mean, it's real this window. Is much more it's no longer tiled windows. And Stage Manager are, automatically moves Calendar gently off to the side as I bring gently. it to the stage. And if I move Messages... To the left, it's windowing. Stage Manager repositions calendar. What for happens me if I tap calendar now? And like you saw earlier, I can resize windows and arrange everything just the way <laughs> I want. It's a desktop computer. Yeah. And it gets even better when I plug my iPad into an external display. My wallpaper beautifully fills the entire display, and I can move my cursor to it from my iPad. I have the dock here too, so let's go ahead and launch Keynote. When I do, I once again enter Stage Manager, now on an even bigger canvas. Well, you might. All that additional screen canvas. real estate is so useful when working on a presentation in Keynote. And it's amazing when you're working with a set of apps. I can create groups of three I mean, it's basically Mac OS and even four yeah. windows. This yeah, I mean, is you just now incredibly yeah. powerful. There, so Between that's the answer iPad to whether display, Mac was going to become iPad is now the other way around. iPad is, 
is a Mac and OS. I can take yeah. advantage of the unique but it's touch focused, touch first, touch first. Yep. Um, For instance, I'm you don't have a finder document, and I want to add a drawing from Procreate. Which probably makes sense. That's an old on my desktop trope. You no longer really need. Nobody lives in the desktop. To my drawing. But yeah, I agree. That is not how you don't need a desktop. What is a desktop? Many people never even see the desktop. And now I can jump back into the gallery and then drag and drop across displays and into my deck. And that's that's a quick look at Stage Manager. It's an entirely new way to multitask with multiple overlapping windows. Jury's out on this one. I I have to use it first, but fast apps. I certainly like it more on iPad than I do on Mac. I, yeah. I can see the need for it on it iPad. This is a, a much better way to multitask. Yeah. I mean, on iPad. Weather. Fine. Great features for pro users, including Stage Manager and so much more. Now, back to Tim. Thank you, Craig. And thanks to all of our presenters. What an exciting day of announcements. We introduced the all-new, redesigned It was MacBook a big day, Air, much bigger than I expected. Thin Lots enclosure, liquid retina display, MagSafe, beautiful new finishes, and supercharged by M2, our next generation of Apple Silicon. Along with a powerful new 13-inch MacBook Pro, also supercharged by M2. And we pushed our software platforms forward in some incredible new <clears throat> ways. I wouldn't be ways. surprised if in the next Introducing month or two they showed M2 24-inch Mac, iMacs to do and yeah, Mac the press release. Yeah. And provide our users with exciting new experiences. Our OS releases will be available as developer betas today. Oh, and each I have of them heard have that these ones are very month. buggy. Public beta next month. Okay, so don't rush for the developer. Yeah. Users this fall. I'm confident that our incredible I probably will put it on the iPad, though, the uh, will iPad inspire Pro. developers to do a couple the of very best work in their on, lives, enabling all of us is to not do get it. more <laughs> I'll let you things. do it first. Sounds we good. Hope you enjoy I will be putting it on my watch, event, that's for sure. And we have a huge week ahead. We will be offering a comprehensive online experience, starting with a platform state of the union for those developers who want to take a deeper dive into our announcements. And there will be more than 175 sessions, as well as one-on-one labs with Apple engineers and digital lounges. All of this is available for free to all our developers to help them so, get the most out of the conference. Oh, the store is back up. Thank you for joining us, and let's have a great WWDC. But I don't think it has any... Yeah, there it is. It does have information about the new MacBook Air and the MacBook Pro 13. Uh Next month, so you you can look at it. You can you can you can ogle. You can ogle, but you can't buy or even pre-order. Wow, I'm glad you were taking notes. This was a jam-packed Jam, hour and forty-eight minutes. Uh, lots of new stuff, lots of information, and yeah, they didn't disappoint with hardware. No, nope. uh, they... fact, was there anything rumored that didn't happen? I can't think of. Well, maybe the minis. There was a late. Late rumor, there might be some Mac Minis. I guess the one thing that some people had rumored was an early look at some reality OS stuff or oh, even just it. like AR stuff in general. We didn't see anything about AR. No reality OS, yeah. no AR. That's very interesting. But we did get a little hint that Apple probably is working on a car. 
Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that description of CarPlay showed a f- imagined interface that doesn't exist on any, any yeah. vehicle no known car to man. Out there right now, yeah. And it's, it looked to me like Apple saying, see, we can design a car. We could do a car interface. I never doubted their ability to do the interface. Yeah. Sort of the thing that goes yeah. around the it's interface the wheels. today. Yeah. <laughs> that I go, hmm. Uh, very, very interesting. Yeah, somebody in the chat room. Thank you, Scott C. John is saying, be grateful you could stop and breathe before you click the buy button. <laughs> Uh, I Very do appreciate true. that. Thank you, Apple, for not letting me buy it till next month. I yeah. can think about. Yeah, you got a chance. Think to... about my purchase because uh, I would absolutely be. Uh, the, I think one thing that's kind of interesting to me is the M2. Uh, you know, which I was concerned a little bit might only be a ten to fifteen, maybe twenty percent at best improvement over the M1. Actually, looks like it's a significant improvement in certain areas. GPU significant mm-hmm. uh 24 mega uh, gigabytes of ram per chip is a big jump and then latest neural engine the latest yeah, uh video bigger. engine yeah i think this is uh this is going to be very interesting will uh renee ritchie will not be on uh, tomorrow on MacBreak weekly because he's there we now know uh and we suspected but I will be very interested to talk to Renee and others about what chip this is. Is this a yeah. A15? You remember that the M1 was an A14 mm-hmm. with some additional features. But I don't know. This uh, The A15 wasn't that much faster than the A14. So there may be even more going on. It would be interesting if they diverged now the the CPUs for desktop from the CPUs for oh, yeah. mobile. Uh, because really, essentially, they were the same. They were just some slight differences. So big, uh, I think a big announcement. You want to run through all of the? Uh, There's let's so do much. the let's just do the quilts. Yeah, that's that's probably a good idea. I mean, with iOS 16, of course, the next version of iOS, uh, they updated the lock screen. So there are going to be some new kind of ways. Basically, every it's like taking the watch uh, interface and making it the lock screen. That was screen. a good analogy. That's really what it was. You can change yeah. the type. You can change how it looks. You can add some widgets in there. Uh, so there's a lot more live stuff going on on the lock screen, which makes sense given the battery and processor, uh, the 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 improvements they've made over time with those. Um, a few other things, including some focus mode updates uh, that, you know, kind of didn't stand out for me too much, but some folks who really like focus modes can can make use of. I was really pumped that they are getting smarter about uh, the way that they understand photos so that you can actually take a subject from a photo and remove it from the background. Um, Rosemary Orchard, my co-host on iOS today, actually texted me during the event and said, I can't wait for all of the dog stickers you're going to send me <laughs> <laughs> from that uh, that new thing. Actually, in photos, the shared photo library, much enhanced with families, with features, yeah. much more like Google's uh, shared photo library. They also announced buy now, pay later in Apple Pay, which uh, Shopify will use first. But this is going to be a revolution because they're going to let everybody do this. But, and Renee will not be happy about this, U.S. only. And many features from Apple Pay, in fact, stay in the U.S. because yes. of banking regulations oh and so forth. So that's probably going to be U.S. only for uh, some years to come. Um, messages had a huge update. 
Yeah, all all around uh, messages is getting an update with the ability to finally edit a message. Uh, it, so if you accidentally send a typo, you can make that adjustment. You can also delete messages. You can retract messages. Retracts it from those, the other those side. Those drunk uh, midnight drunk messages. Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> the problem is you can't. Well, I mean, you could retract it after they read it, but yeah, um, there was a press <laughs> Doesn't release. Mean they won't read it first. <laughs> there was a press release about it that said. Um, Users can edit or recall a message for up to 15 minutes ah. after sending it or recover recently deleted messages for up to 30 days after deleting Oh, that's nice. It. That is actually nice. Uh, that's a big improvement. I think messages, uh, there's other features, but I think messages is going to become more like, I mean, people already use messages for almost like email for communication with a smaller group of people. Yep. You see that at work with products like Slack. Uh, I think this is going to move more communications to messages and away from email, which is unfortunately jammed with a lot of junk uh in there what else is new uh quick notes are coming to iphone i would love that yeah that I is a feature on ipad and mac os that yeah you slide up from the lower right corner the quick note pops up uh it really makes notes all the more useful mm -hmm. and i think that'll be great we don't know what this is going to be they say they've changed how you do spotlight on the phone I hope you can still slide half yeah, down. Yeah, I'm hoping they keep the way that we already do it. But uh, apparently there's a new tap to access Spotlight on the phone. And then in general, across all the different operating systems, Spotlight is getting richer in its which uh, is results. Great. Yeah, Which is great. Always that'll, good. That'll be in iOS as well as macOS, yeah. which, is, which is kind of interesting. Saves me from having to go into Safari and do a Google search or what have you. I can just do it all from Spotlight. They talked about maps, up to 16 waypoints. As you do your mapping, that's a nice feature. Apple Maps has definitely gotten better and better, and they're mm -hmm. adding a lot of new features all over the world to Apple Maps. Uh, oh, and for privacy, and especially for people uh, who are experiencing domestic violence, there are a lot of new privacy features that I think are going to be very important. Yeah, glad Apple's acknowledged those are those. the feature set is called Safety Check, uh, and it has a couple of uh, underlying features called Emergency Reset, and then the ability to manage sharing and access. It will when you launch Safety Check and you go through with the process, it immediately stops sharing your location. It resets privacy permissions for all apps. So if you ended up sharing your location or other information with one of those location tracking apps, and maybe you forgot about it, this will make sure that none of that has access. Um, it protects access to your messages, so that if other devices out there have access to download and view your messages, then that will stop. And then it also gives you the ability to see who you've given access to via different apps and services right there and be able to say, I don't want this person to have access, etc. So a big feature called Safety Check. So that was uh, iOS for the iPhone, mm -hmm. iOS 16, and uh, that'll be available in the fall. Although all of the new operating systems, it's, I think they said developer previews now, and public previews next month, right? Yes, yep. Uh -huh. So that's, uh, you'll be able to try it. If you, and you know what? Watch uh, Micah and Rosemary and see what they say about the developer preview because you know they're going to do it. <laughs> and then the stability of that. And then, of course, the stability of the public preview before you do it because that, you know, that's always a risky, uh, risky thing to do. What's next? Mac OS? Was Mac that, OS. Was, there was a little bit about watch. Watch OS was in there. Uh, we can just I'll, I'll quickly cover that. New watch faces, uh, including one that has the moon calendar instead or the lunar calendar cool. instead. It's a, it's but, a neat one. But a lot of countries, that's a big deal. Exactly. Uh, the lunar calendar in China and the, and, uh, 
in the Muslim world, uh, very important. So mm -hmm. I think that's a kind of a neat thing, and they're going to have versions for various religions. Uh, share sheet in uh, watchOS, which is a really nice thing. Sometimes you are viewing things on your Apple Watch that you want to be able to share. The ability to uh, access controls for certain applications from your Apple Watch. The example that they gave was Zoom. So you could be on a Zoom call on your Mac or your iPad or what have you and be able to then control those apps. So if you forgot to hit the mute button and you go, oh no, and then you can quickly tap and mute that. And you can originate calls and uh, those apps and, and I presume in your phone from your Apple Watch. So it really now is the full Dick Tracy. It is That's, the full Dick Tracy. I mean, I've taken calls. You know, believe it or not, it actually works pretty well. People can understand you. You don't sound tinny, uh, I don't think. And you can understand them. And it's a little weird, but you're talking in your watch. Now you can make a call from your watch. Better sleep insights. So now they can actually uh, break up the stages of sleep. That's the good thing about the Apple Watch is because it's such a popular device, uh, there's so much information that they have. They can train machine learning models to properly understand sleep cycles and recognize them and give you some information about when you're in those different stages of sleep. Uh, AFib history, which is a big one for folks who do have atrial fibrillation, they are able to say, okay, here, is, here are the periods of time in a given day when I am in AFib. Fib. And we got pretty excited about uh, medications as a new Love app that. that's coming to Love it's coming that. to all of it. But because we're both heavily medicated <laughs> or no, have family more that. Yeah, more for family. family. Yeah, and so yeah. the this will not only let you track uh, when you need to take medications, but it also has built in drug interaction checkers uh, that come from, you know, the proper sources there. And reminders. And time reminders, to take yeah. your meds. You'll be able to put that all in. Runners are going to be excited. Uh, I think there are a lot of new features. I don't understand it because I don't run about gait, how long your foot is on the ground. and How uh, your body moves up and down. The one thing I will like uh, is your heart rate now will also have zones. So you can see which zone you're in and you can... You often, you know, that's a good thing when you're working out to, to, to aim at a certain zone. Right. Uh, so I think that's of use to even more than runners. I hope that that's available in all the uh, interfaces. So actually, now that you, we mention it, WatchOS 9 had a lot of updates. It did. That's, a, that's a, quite a bit of stuff. Um, Mac OS Ventura. Yes. Anybody who lives in Southern California knows that's a terrible name. However, for the rest of the world, it sounds cool. Yeah, I like how it sounds. Yeah, I'm on the Ventura freeway. Yeah, it's a good song. Uh, Ventura has, um, what would you say the biggest change is? A lot of little changes. Uh, stage manager would probably be the biggest change, which is technically both an I, iPad OS and Mac OS feature, but it lets you, uh, it, it's kind of like mission control, but it's a different sort of management for your windows. It's a pile and it looks like a pile. <laughs> uh, I, I, we're going to have to wait and see on this one. Yep. I, I don't know if this is something I'm going to like or not. Uh, I right now keep my dock on the left. They've showed these piles of windows uh, there, maybe there you can. I would imagine reorient that. Maybe put that on the yeah, right. Yeah, hopefully we can change because I'm a left docker as well. Yeah, uh, but the idea is all the windows you have open and show up in a kind. I have to say, kind of untidy looking pile <laughs> on the left. Uh, you can have groups of piles. It's in. It really uh, to me, it's another visualization of workspaces. So I on all operating systems, Windows, Mac, Linux, I use workspaces. I like to have. Uh, either a bunch of apps open in a workspace and I can slide over to that workspace and I have access to all of them in a group or have full screen apps open, which I can then slide back and forth. The problem is workspaces are hidden 
on most operating systems. You don't know what's in the other workspace. Exactly. So this exposes yeah. them uh, and keeps them in a somewhat untidy pile on the left. Now, if, like the doc, they have hiding and the and the pile slips out of the way when you're working. That's what I'm hoping for. Then that, yeah. it might be a might be a good uh, idea. To me, it looks like just another way of looking at workspaces. The one that had us gasping a little bit. I guess there were two. It, we'll talk about uh, passkeys for sure. But the other one that had us kind of gasping is this new continuity camera feature. Oh this is, my! We've God. been wanting this for so long. It's the ability to use your iPhone as a camera for your Mac. This is a feature that is. One that you would think that Apple, you know, would have already made made possible. It finally has basically just using the continuity technology, which is Apple's sort of umbrella term for all of the way that our different devices work together and work together well. They can communicate with one another. You can copy and paste. This will let you just pop your iPhone above your uh Mac and be able to gain access to the camera that's on it using wireless technology. This is going to, I mean, we bought applications. You recommended Camo, Camo, which I bought and actually used on Twit yesterday. It was a lifesaver because our studio was down. I was able to go home. Thank God I'd set up Camo and I was ready and I could, and we were able to go on and I, it was a good looking camera because I was using my iPhone uh, 12. I think this is huge. It's going to Sherlock Camo. Uh, I think Ecamm has additional features. One of the features that's very interesting, though, that you use Ecamm for is the desktop view. Yes. <clears throat> so continuity camera will use the wide-angle lens of your iPhone. That's a very wide view. And then correct it so that it can see with the same lens you and what's on your desktop and have two side-by-side -side images. So wild. It looked Really good. Yeah, I was very impressed. I, I, I wouldn't have even have thought of that. That's what's so amazing. There were, you know, engineers who said, you know what, we could just use this view of this wide. Why don't we? Cars do it. it. Uh, I have little, uh, very wide angle uh, lenses under my side mirrors, mm -hmm. which they uh, a number of car manufacturers use to give you a top down view of your car, which makes it great for parking and maneuvering among tight objects because you can see everything all the way around your car. So that wide angle is picking up all of that. It's pretty impressive, uh, but I think it's well known how to, how to you know, correct that. So I'm glad Apple's added that. That's going to be very valuable. They mentioned Belkin and other manufacturers will have a, a little accessory that you can use to mount your camera uh, on your lens. But of course, I use a tripod. I yes, know, is that what you use? I it, have a, a, a clamp that goes behind. Yeah, and a yeah. it's a whole bunch of stuff that uh, I actually is put, much more complicated. Uh, yesterday, because I didn't want to be looking off in space, I put the camera right in the middle of the screen, straight oh, nice. ahead of me on a tripod. Uh, thank God those Python books are just the right thickness when you stack two of them. I finally found a use for them. Um, what else? There's they talked about Metal Three. They showed off some very nice looking games, including uh, No Man's Sky, which is a space exploration. It's already pretty beautiful, mm -hmm. and a new uh, uh, Resident Evil called Village that looked spectacular. They brought the developer out of Resident Evil, and uh, I thought that was a really good demonstration it's interesting apple which really owns the casual gaming market is now setting its sights on the desktop gaming market uh, and and frankly it sounds like they've got the hardware to do yeah, it i was gonna say with the technology there to do it it's just getting these developers to develop for metal i think yeah uh fido and passkeys huge 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 uh, if of all the things you saw today uh this may be the most life-changing not only because it's eliminating passwords, which are a real pain, but because everybody in the industry supports it now. Google, 
Microsoft and Apple have all said they're going to do it, which means websites and apps are much more likely, especially with Apple involved, much more likely to support passkey. It means that the biometric recognition, the fingerprint on your keyboard, the face ID on your phone will be sufficient to log into an app, to log into a site. You won't have to remember a password. You won't even need a password manager anymore. Uh, this is fantastic. They showed uh, some of the details. I think somebody like Steve Gibson could probably comment more. He's talked a lot about passkeys, which is this technology that Microsoft and Google are also doing from Fido. Uh, it showed a QR code. So if you're at a library or on a computer that isn't yours, so obviously the fingerprint won't work or the face ID won't work, you can use a QR code in its place with your phone, which still has the face ID. I think using, I think this could be a big, big deal. It's a, it's a, it might be life-changing. We'll see. But it's a standard that, uh, with the support of Apple, Microsoft, and Google, it's hard to imagine it not taking off. So very, very good news. Uh, live captioning everywhere, by the way. I think that's really good. FaceTime um, in uh, in your photos and your videos. It's funny. I just downloaded a third-party app the other day that I was trying out, uh, potentially for iOS today, that uses SharePlay to do a FaceTime call and provide captions. The right. fact that Apple's now adding it uh, within its own is, is really nice. They did talk a little bit about updates to Mail and Safari. Not anything huge yeah. there, but, you know, there's some... Always some good updates there, including the shared tab groups feature uh, and the shared photo library, which, of course, we talked about with iOS. So, And it remains to be seen, but they mentioned that there is going to be a new app, a new application from Apple that will be on Mac OS and iOS and iPad OS called form oh goodness it's called form flow flow form feed for it's on here form, somewhere form. anyway <laughs> somebody in the chat room will tell us but that's it looked like initially just a shared whiteboard big deal uh but you can embed do documents in there including videos including web pages including presentations so i think that may be more freeform freeform there may be more to that than meets the eye uh we have used a pro program called Notion, which we both like a lot, which is a web-based kind of sort of like that. Uh, in fact, Paul and Mary Jo like it so much they started to use that <laughs> instead of OneNote yep. for Windows Weekly. Microsoft has and will release soon a program called Loop. Microsoft at its developer conference last week pushed uh, developers to start developing little widgets for Loop. And it looks like Freeform will have uh, an API so that people can create widgets. It's, it's a little bit like Google Wave. It's an idea that's been around for an awful long time. Microsoft had the notion years ago to create documents, smart documents with Olay that you could embed links into. Um, I'm not sure people want to work this way, but companies keep trying. It's the first time Apple's done a new program in quite a while, so it should be I mean, like a big deal new program in quite a while. Uh, Mac OS Ventura. Uh, I see Buddy Controller on the uh, quilt. I don't yeah, know. I don't Did know they mention what that is? is? I don't know what it is. I no. certainly, certainly would like to control my buddy. And finally, just as the iPad's getting weather, Mac OS is getting a clock. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Let's move on because uh, they did announce new hardware. Mm -hmm. Woo! <sighs> my palpitations have calmed down. The M2 is here. M2 is, of course, an iteration on Apple Silicon's M1. Um, <clears throat> 24 gigs of RAM for the M2 chip, an, an enhanced neural uh, processor, 
enhanced ProRes processor. This is actually a quilt for the new MacBook, but uh, it does give you some of the uh, some of the features of the uh, M2. They're quoting, uh, and again, we got to wait until benchmarks come out, but some pretty surprisingly significant improvements. Nothing like the 2X that we saw when we went from Intel to M1, but still uh, in graphics, for instance, as much as a 39% improvement in graphics performance with the new GPUs, uh, significant 10 to 20% improvement, maybe even more with the CPUs over the M1. That's pretty good. Power, again, uh, you know, very uh, low power usage. They compared it as they always do. Uh, apples to oranges when they talked about <laughs> Intel's chips at the same power. Um, but they did add a graph, which they hadn't had in the past, where they said, and <laughs> we can even compete pretty well with the Intel chips at full power. So uh, they, I think they recognize the uh, the criticism that they've, they've gotten in the past for that. So that M2 architecture should be very interesting. Five nanometers. Um don't know. Um, you know, we'll have to do benchmarks. Right. Will they do uh, an M2 Pro, an M2 Max, an M2 Ultra? Probably. I would guess so. Right. Yeah. Uh, the bandwidth, memory bandwidth, fifty percent increase. That's a big deal. Memory bandwidth is very fast already on the M1. Uh, I think that's a huge deal, especially because of the M1's a unified memory architecture, which means that RAM can be used by graphics processors, and that was. You know, a, a very big leap that Apple made with Apple Silicon using unified memory means that the texture maps can live in RAM instead of on dedicated graphics card uh, memory, which means, you know, if you have a 64 gig or more, I think with 24 as the base, you're going to have 24, 48, uh, 96. You're going to have quite a bit of RAM yeah, available. It's going to grow. And yeah. that's available to your graphics as well as to your CPU. So this is a very important 50% improvement in the bandwidth in the RAM. Wi-Fi 6 on both of the new laptops. They announced an M1, I'm sorry, M2 MacBook Air, and this is the M2 MacBook Pro, the 13-inch. These were the same basically low-end products announced when the uh, announcement of M1. A redesigned MacBook Air, I know it didn't look that different to me. Still 2.7 pounds. Instead of a wedge, it's square. It actually looks a lot like the MacBook Yeah, Pro. it's got the notch as well. The notches, they're not on the Pro, which is good because that notch drives me nuts. Mm -hmm. But the notch does enable small bezels. Mm -hmm. And as a result, uh, that MacBook Air does have a nice big uh, screen with very little bezel. 500 nits brightness. It is a, uh, it is a um, liquid retina display on the MacBook Air. That's the first time that's appeared. That means a full array local dimming, HDR capability, Better color reproduction, P3 color, wide color. Um, and brightness 500 nits is not bad. Not, no. Not, nothing like the nothing to write Pro home Display about, XDR, but not bad. It won't blind yourself. Let's put it that way. Uh, they're claiming uh, 13 hours of battery life on the MacBook Air, 20 hours on the MacBook Pro. No fan, fanless on the Air again. Mm -hmm. uh, I presume a fan. They didn't mention it, but I presume a fan on the MacBook Pro. Yeah, okay. and the quilt has it in the bottom right. Oh, there it is, active cooling, man. And then, uh, and uh, then they also said something a little surprising: the MacBook Air will have a 1080p improved camera. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Which they don't need anymore because, thanks to continuity, well, yeah, I can use my a lot iPhone. of people with Macs probably have iPhones. And uh, use those. Still, it's uh, this has always been somewhere something Apple's uh, lagged behind. It's hard to put a good camera in a thin laptop. Yep, uh, but. 
sounds like they've got a better camera anyway. We don't know how good it will be. Um, is, isn't your studio display at 1080p as well? Yeah, that's it's one of still, the newer cameras, and it's still not, a potato. It's so. yeah, pretty bad. Pretty bad. <laughs> so, Even with the so firmware no updates that came to it, it was still pretty bad. So those new laptops, uh, and I'm going to guess more hardware will come down the line, but those new laptops will be available for pre-order in June. Uh, boy, supply chain is still hitting Apple hard. It is. Uh, 10 to 12 weeks out on the Mac Studio if you customize it. So I... This, you may get this in time for Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> don't get your hopes. Yeah, up. there you go. Finally, they talked about a new iPad OS. We'd heard a lot about rumors that iPad OS was going to be better multitasking. They've really turned it into a desktop operating. They have. System. They have. So, of course, we talked about Stage Manager earlier with macOS, and I thought they're going to. The reason why they're mentioning it on macOS is because they're going to show us it on uh, iPad OS. In fact, exactly probably why it. iPad OS was the last thing uh -huh. they talked about. We, I mean, logically, you'd put it before you talked about macOS. Yeah, so, you'd think, but this time they waited because that's what they wanted to show was that it's it's similar in that way. Um, all of the multitasking and. I think this is one of the big ones where I can't wait to dig into what they actually mean because uh, Craig Federighi was talking about the changes they made with iPadOS 16. And one of the big ones was going through and seeing the different things that people do on a Mac and trying to make those things possible, these little tweaks possible on iPadOS 16. So one that was big for me, I had to use a third-party app with mm -hmm. instead of the Files app in order to change the file extension on a file. Files did not give me that ability within iPadOS. That is coming in the next version of iPadOS. But there's also uh, the ability to do what's called display scaling now uh, for if you have an M1 uh, iPad then you will be able to do display scaling, which basically changes the resolution of the active resolution of the display in order to show more or less content on the screen. And then something called virtual memory swap. This is just some fancy schmancy uh, behind the scenes stuff that allows third party apps to take advantage of up to 16 gigabytes of RAM at a time. So that is a really good feature if you're using those super pro apps. And then last but not least, uh, with that display scaling coupled with the stage manager, the ability to resize windows exactly uh, as you want them in order to find the ones that you're looking for, but then plugging it into an external display where right now, if I plug my M1 iPad into an external display, it just mirrors what's on screen. With this version of iPadOS, iPadOS 16, it will actually create an external display that I can do things on separate from my iPad. So a lot more like a Mac in that way. He had a long list, and I'm sure we'll learn more about this uh, in the rest of WWDC at the mm -hmm. State of the Union later today and then through the panels and so forth. But he had a long list of features that they've added. This is interesting. For a long time, we've all complained about the iPad having so much power, especially the pros. Yes. And but software just not living up to the design, this amazing hardware design. And it's taken a while. It's gonna it's not done yet, but because they're now on the same silicon platform, and essentially apps written for one will run on the other, mm -hmm. I think this is the beginning of a big transformation for the iPad, where it becomes effectively a desktop operating system. So if you want touch in your desktop operating system, that's the iPad. If you don't care about touch, that's Mac OS. And the distinctions between the two and what they can do are starting to disappear. For mm -hmm. instance, it's now windowed. iPad OS is windowed, which means you can have two windows open, overlapping. This was a big difference, a huge differentiator between iPad OS, iOS, and Mac OS. Uh, in fact, in the early days of computing, there was a huge debate on whether Windows should be tiled. 
In other words, there shouldn't be any overlapping or, or windows should be, as we have them now, overlapped. And there's a lot of arguments on both sides. And what we had from Apple was basically, well, tiled, you get iOS or iPadOS. Uh, and overlapping, you get macOS. Well, now overlapping in it's, both. It's come to both. <clears throat> and, of course, you could run it tiled if you want. In fact, they've added that feature to macOS. Uh, I think this is going to be big. And Stage Manager clearly is the thing that's going to make that all possible. They showed the ability, ability to have two programs. Now, they didn't show more than two. Yeah. It's unclear the details. We'll see. We'll on, see. Yeah. I see. I mean, it's screen real estate's the only issue. I don't know why you couldn't have more than two. Uh, and both, by the way, they pointed out now you can connect via the Thunderbolt port to a big monitor. Yep. You can have your Mac Studio display be a second screen for your uh, iPad. Yep. Very nice if you are if your iPad is your main device. And then now you've got touch down here. You've got multiple windows. You have another window up here. Uh, this becomes very interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, very powerful. I think as developers start to develop single apps for all three OSs, uh -huh. you're going to really see some desktop productivity. And, uh, you know, companies like Serif with Affinity Photo and stuff. I was thinking yeah. those, especially these drawing apps, the ones where you can actually make use. Because, you know, back in my day, I had to have my Wacom tablet sitting on my desk in order to be able to do stuff in Photoshop. And these days, I can just have the iPad with my Apple Pencil doing that stuff. And what Craig showed on screen today was he was taking elements from one part on the iPad and taking it and dropping it up on another element and actually having it load into that document. So it's in entirely collaborative it you know it's it used to be that we sort of had to settle uh if you were going to be using these mobile devices the ipad the iphone and increasingly we're seeing them make again the ipad as powerful as it can be so that it's not like oh i'm going to have to give up this if i want to use the ipad the only way to get that done is on a mac now more and more we're seeing that those two devices can really sit side by side and work together very well or you can work on one or the other and get what you want out of it and if you're using those devices and collaborating with somebody else that's using those devices. We're seeing collaboration in messages. We're seeing yes. collaboration in Safari, collaboration in pages, coming to Keynote, add the free form, and suddenly, and, and an API, which means developers could add that collaboration. API. That's really interesting. Paul Thorat tweeted collaboration is one of those features nobody uses. <laughs> and nobody wants, uh, but but companies keep trying to push it. Certainly, Microsoft for years has been pushing it, and they continue to push it. They must think somebody wants it. Yeah, somebody out there is collaborating. Ironically, Paul and Mary Joe use it every That's week true. to create Windows Weekly, but for some reason, he's kind of down on the notion of collaboration. Uh, the I don't notion have any... of collaboration. Did oh, you say? Oh, 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 <laughs> little pun there. You know who does does do this, and most uh, programming tools support pair programming. But it's not unusual for programmers to work remotely, both on the same code base mm -hmm. at the same time. So maybe the people within Apple are doing a lot of this collaborative stuff. That and I, you know, I I could see uh, students working together on a project. Uh, that, that could be an easy way if you are all if you've been assigned a group project where you're working on a research document or something like that, being able to work together in that way is, is nice. Yeah. Uh, wow. Just I mean, that's just uh, some of the things yeah. they talked about in a, an hour and 48 minute presentation was very tight. They brought back transitions that were missing at the last Apple event. So we're, we were glad to see those. The render farm was down last time. <laughs> I don't, uh, you know, they, including uh, at the very beginning, uh, 
Craig Federighi taking an elevator <laughs> down to the stage, a non-existent elevator, but it worked pretty well. Of course, the one that you will see memes of, you will hear about over and over again, Craig Federighi running in slow motion, Hair Force One tossing his hair. Uh, a lot of people said it looked like a dandruff commercial. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but you will definitely get ready. You're oh, going to yeah. see it all the over the place. The memes will be there for sure. The memes will be uh, large. And you know what? Good for Craig. He has become the comedy relief of these events. Mm -hmm. And in some ways, because of that, the stars uh, of the events. Here's a, a picture of Hair Force One. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the guy has great hair. There's no denying it. He does. That, I think they're, you know, they're they're doubling down on Craig's, you know, his hair stardom. and his, <laughs> yeah. his stardom. And I think they should. I swear, and I don't know if I'm the only one who noticed it, his voice yes. was more resonant and deeper than it usually is. He's been getting trained, I I'm going to so. guess. Mm -hmm. uh, or they're putting him through a process or something. But the fact that they're giving him presentation training tells me he's the future of Apple presentations. We didn't get a lot of Tim Cook screen yeah. time on this at all. Uh, Craig pretty much managed the uh, He was thing. the He was our, our, what do they call it, a tour guide, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very, very exciting, if you ask me. I mean, I'm always excited at Apple events, but uh, I was preparing myself because Renee said to and Mark Gurman said to for no hardware. It was all a ploy so that you'd get very excited. We got some hardware. <laughs> we did not get the colors that we've hoped oh, for. Uh, Brian Heater posted this image from the demo room on Twitter. And you could see it's, they didn't call it gold. What do they call it? Starlight. It's Starlight. Starlight. It's, gray. it's basically three shades of gray and one shade of gold. Yes. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> so okay fine uh i was hoping for colors I yeah really me too a purple uh I, macbook air would have been sold but uh, i guess they don't need to do that to get me involved and you know what maybe that's coming later who knows who knows who knows well i think that wraps it up uh anything else you thought was important that we haven't no mentioned? i think uh we've covered a lot i mean there's i'm eager to dig in even more and uh find out some of the tidbits and tiddlywinks behind the scenes so that's that'll be you know for the future looking forward to uh what what else we uncover and dig out here is the uh, card i was missing for the m2 so we can uh, make that more complete 24 gigs of ddr5 memory 50 percent faster then uh, the M1, 40% faster neural engine. That media engine we've seen before. Uh, ProRes encode and decode support for up to 6K external displays. 20 billion transistors on a 5 nanometer process. Uh, there will be an 8-core version. That's what it will be in the MacBook Air. And a 10-core GPU. There will also be, I think, a 10-core CPU available for the MacBook Pro. It sounded like there was a difference between those two processors. We'll have to, I'll have to confirm that. But eight core CPU, eighteen percent faster. Up to ten core GPU, thirty five percent faster. Uh, and a hundred gigabyte, gigabytes per second memory bandwidth is phenomenal. We've seen that, by the way, even with uh, accessing the uh, storage, the SSD. It's the fastest SSD out there. And um, Alex Lindsay was saying, you know, if you're going to buy storage, you know, historically we've said, well, you know, you don't have to get a lot of expensive Apple storage uh, on a new Mac because you can always use an external drive on Thunderbolt 4. It'll be pretty fast. The internal drives are much, much faster. So mm -hmm. that's an argument to get as much storage as you can afford on your next Macintosh. 
Thank you, Micah Sargent. Thank you, Leo Laporte. I'm sure you and Rosemary will have much to talk about tomorrow on iOS Today. That starts at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Pacific. Pacific, Noon Eastern. Uh, Right thereafter, we'll have Mac Break Weekly. Uh, We will also have a lot to talk about. Uh, I believe I'll be on one of those displays. Oh, good. Good. You'll be on the show with us? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, we need you. Uh, Thank you all for uh, joining us. We really appreciate it. And um, have a great day. That's it for WWDC 2022. I'm Leo Laporte. Thanks for joining us. Is that an iPhone in your hand? Wait a second. Is that an Apple Watch on your wrist? And do I, do I see an iPad sitting there on the table? Oh, my goodness. You are the perfect person to be watching iOS Today, the show where Rosemary Orchard and I, Micah Sargent, talk all things iOS, tvOS, watchOS, HomePodOS. It's all the OSs that Apple has on offer, and we show you how to make the most of those gadgets. Just head to twit.tv slash iOS to check it out. <laughs>